you are listening to Thursday Nights Season 4, Episode 45. standing just outside the snow or inside the tunnel as this rumble and bright light overtook them pressure right oil vein finding himself uh oil vein finding himself the pressure crushing him from every side but also threatening to cause him to explode from the inside and then slam as the bright Light grows to its uh, uh, to its whitest, to its most Climax. blinding. Oil vein feels his head smack against a wall, and then blinking, awake. Who knows how many seconds, minutes, days later? For his head is spinning. He finds himself on the ground, wooden slats of flooring beneath him. As Olivain looks around, he sees bookshelves filled with books. He sees uh, uh, multiple desks with papers sprawled all about, spilling on to the ground. And uh, uh, he sees doors leading to, uh, to other rooms and a high vaulted ceiling. He is in some sort of very large building perhaps a library or, or re- room of research and uh, and then he hears a voice ah you're here he says get up get up oh my fucking head he says yeah it does that alright I got it. I'm doing too much dax hang on hang on um, yeah it does that wait who the fuck are you you look up, you see a uh, you see a pale skinned, and when I say pale, I mean almost white skinned albino or like uh, yeah yeah like like albino white woman uh, uh, with long black hair, uh, wearing black robes uh, as she uh, uh, and she's looking right at Olivain. Who the fuck are you? What, 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 where am I? I'm Deja. Get up. What the? Where am I? He says, get up, get up, get up. All right, all right. Where where is everybody? Where, where, what is this place? He says, he says, this is my mansion. And he says, and I brought you here to me today. Wait, wait a second. Say something else. Uh, 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 Something else? He says, what the fuck? I thought you had a... I thought you were grown up... You grew up in Skullport. What are you talking about? So your accent is more Islander or something. Whatever. It won't matter, I don't think. What the fuck? He says, the... He says, 
I think you might be looking for... And she grabs from uh, uh, a table, holding up a small vial with a swirling <gasps> black goo <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about this. This is a surprise. Like my Tommy Hilfiger. She wiggles it. Greg's in source Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I am. Some magnetic. Here we go. Magnetic. Oh, what? Here we go. <laughs> what? She holds out. Game's canceled for a while. Oh, oh, just in case. Okay, yeah. And and you see it. Floating around as if when it gets close to you. I guess my blood. Where'd you get that from? My blood. Did you get that from my father? Says the fuck. Yep, Ted. Ted brought it here. Fucking Ted. What the fuck? How says, do you know my father? Says how do I know your father? I know you. And then she walks over and wraps her uh, wraps her fist on that metal plate. She says, "I built this thing for you." What? Says says you don't remember. He says, fucking kids. He says, whatever. He says, the point is, he says, I want that blood you got. I want you to give it to me. Were you? It was you? The pale lady in Skullport when I was a child. She, uh, she looks and she says, yes, obviously. Oh, so you're on, you're on league with my father. He says, oh, I would not use those words again in front of me unless you want to get smacked. But he says, I know your father. He came here. He sold me this blood. He says, well, he didn't really sell it to me. He was trying to get in my pants, but uh, uh, he says, but I took it from him. That's the point. He's gone. Don't even ask. What the hell do you want with my blood? I thought you were done with me. This plate. Back then. He says, the plate? The plate? He says, what do you think that plate's for? I thought it was to save my life, to make sure I didn't die. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What the fuck? No. That's supposed to be a tap. It was supposed to allow me to get what's inside you for my own purpose. As she uh, waves her hands to the papers and the books in here and says, for my research. She says, I don't give a shit about you. I don't give a shit about your father. I want the blood. Well, why didn't you just take it when I was a child? She says, uh, for reasons I don't want to go into, I kind of want you to give it to me willingly. Fuck no, I'm never gonna give you my blood. It's just, it's yeah, well, so I thought you might say that, which is why we can spend some time here. And she sits down and kicks her legs up. He says, he says, see, the plate, it was supposed to be a tap. I wanna get it. I like to do experiments. I'm trying to figure out what I can do with it to do some amazing things. And and uh, and and she points to some vials on the wall that have got some similar looking but definitely different, like oil vein knows. His inky black arm when he sees it. So when he sees something that is an imposter, to anyone else, they might be like, oh, there's more of it in that jar. But oil veins, like, it was clearly not the same thing. It doesn't quite fall the same way. Um, I've lived with it for a long time. And uh, He's an expert in ink blood. He says, so you can imagine how pleased I was when Ted showed up. Well, pleased in some ways. Not pleased to see his face. But pleased, uh, uh, but pleased when he told me that the tap works. He says, uh, is your arm manifested right now? Yeah. He says, he says, and boy, howdy, does it work? Look at that. He says, so he brought me your, uh, your, your pinky, I guess he said. That's what you consider it. Although the fact that you make it look like a simple human hand is very unimaginative, I, I, I think. He says, but the point is, it does work. It just took quite a bit longer, but I am a patient wizard. Oh. He says, but boy, oh my God, Ted, your father, let me tell you, he is a loser. Oh. 
I know he's a loser. He's a fucking. He's. He's a fucking. Terrible father. He says. Oh, he says that guy's got so many curses swirling around <laughs> in his blood. He says, you know what? I think. He says, I think he might even be a pale soul. I mean, with I haven't seen someone with so much carrying around with him. He must make a lot of stupid deals. But what does my father have to do with, I mean, the blood? I mean, what is going on here? Why, why do you want it? What is... I just... What the hell is going on here? He says, well, I want it for my own reasons. And I want you to give it to me. So, uh, what do you want to know? Says, I'll trade you knowledge. You seem like someone that would uh, maybe like that. Is that what you're into? Your dad said that you're on some sort of big journey, uh, learning shit or whatever. So, uh, yeah. What do you want to know? Well, uh, uh, why am I like this? Why do I have the shadow blood? Ha! He says, well, that is a question I would like to figure out the answer to. He says, that's not something I know the answer to. It's probably some stupid shit that your dad did. Probably one of those curses. He probably shot his curse into a woman, and it became you. What the fuck? I'm just guessing here. I need to do a lot of experiments. I never had sex education. <laughs> <laughs> that Nebson's only school. <laughs> I'm immune to the wilds. <laughs> <laughs> um. so he says... She says, look, the why says, if that's what you want it to be, I'll learn more about it. I'll tell you everything I find if you don't die in the process. But, you know, I can tell you, and uh, and that'll be that. But, you know, actually, forget it. I don't even want it. I don't want anything. Let's table that conversation till later. we got plenty of time here. How about you tell me everything you've learned about it? I just want to hear. Uh, I mean, I just... When I was... Uh... I didn't know what it was. I just know it made me sick when I was younger. And, uh... Just know oh, that it did. I do think it would have killed you, by the way, if I hadn't put that plate on you. So it saved your life by accident, so I guess you're welcome. That sounded like you're trying to drain me. Well, I mean, I was, yes, but I did an action, and your life was saved. Right? Isn't that uh, the, 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 the facts of this situation? The point is, what, what else do you know? So let's just move past the, the, the draining. But it, uh, it makes me stronger. It makes me... I, I, I can't explain it. It's just I could do things magically that I couldn't do before. She is wringing her hands together. She says, she says, oh, really? Really? Says, I knew this would be the case. I knew this would be the case. Says, like what? Like what? Can you, can you show me? I'll be... Do something. Make it do something. And she stands up and pulls her her Truth drink. Her, her her chair back, and, and uh, she snaps a finger, and a floating shade comes into the room, and then another from another coming from the closed doors. They just phase through it and come out. They they they're like black floating nothings. And he says, "Here, blast one of them." He says, "Don't worry about it. They're just servants." Uh... Does he laugh like that? <laughs> That's me, that's player last. Okay. I can make 20 fucking more if you kill him. Yeah, I can bring in more if it... How big are your spells? Uh, she says, oh man, you need more, don't you? She snaps her fingers three more times and six more shades. Oil Bane, uh, he uh, pulls out his chip of mica and he's about to cast Shatter. He, he wants to cast Shatter, but he's going to center it on, on her. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, let's see what happens. Oh, yeah. 
Fuck with the bull. How strong? How strong? Is horns. How strong is Shatter when you? Is Spell level. Yeah. Oh, that's a. Oh, that's a level two. Okay. So I wasn't sure if this was one of your. Oh, maybe I should. Big ones or little ones? Okay. Oh. I was just. Uh, yeah, he's gonna cast Shatter Constitution. She has to be Constitution 15. Saving. Okay. I already rolled for her. Uh. She's gonna save. But you describe what it looks like. Uh, he pulls out he the do? chip of mica. And he's about to, uh. Like, you can hear the rumblings of the, of the deep speech starting to, uh, become louder and louder. And uh, there's a bit of a rippling in the air around her. And uh, describe the effect, not including her. Not including her. Yeah. Uh, um, what does this shatter look like? I know you described it before, but here. Uh, there's a. He hears this noise, like a, a low rumbling noise that starts pitching up higher and higher and higher, until uh, a, uh, a very high pitched ring, ringing sound, uh, emanates from the center from the. the it's uh, where he's casting, the location he's casting. All right. Does it create like a shockwave? That's what we've done before, right? Yeah. So, blasting out right from where she's standing, her chair just splinters into ten pieces, slams against the bookcase. A couple books fall over, but then as Oilvane looks at her, he sees that a, uh, uh, a subtle shimmer is uh, visible over her body, which fades, and she is... Standing there, and she says, "Oh, ho, 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 that's not bad. That's not bad." Also, I like you tried to attack me. That's thinking on your feet. It's not gonna work. I've been doing this oh, a lot longer than you have. But speaking of which, how long? How long does it take you to perfect that skill? How long was the first time you used that spell? Uh, a month ago, two months. A ago. month, and you're throwing that kind of power around. Oh, this is exciting. What's going on here? What the, f- the hell is this? She says, I told you, I told you, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in what's inside you. I want to know more about it. It's just, there are times when it feels like it's its own kind of thing. Like, I, I don't know where it comes from. Where does it come from? Why, what is this, this blood? I mean, it's part of me, but I know. Well, tell me when you look inside. In fact, what was those words you were speaking? That's not any sort of wizardly incantation I'm familiar with. He says, and I know a lot of wizardly incantations. He says, down here, he says, uh, he says, we know a lot about a lot about spells. And so I need to know what that was. I mean, I didn't know what it was at first, but I, I mean, what people, my friends told me is that, I mean, who understood it, it was, it was deep speech. I mean, says, it comes from far away. He says, really? And she, uh, she sits down in uh, the same chair that is behind her, and you look over and the splinters are still there, like of the other chair, but she has sat down on another one that is apparently also there. And uh, uh, she also, as she does though, she snaps her fingers in the shades, shade away into different rooms. And uh, she says, oh my, it says, sorry, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? It says, the trip does something to uh, the body. And uh, usually people come here quite parched. It says, yeah, yeah, you want something. It says, what kind of, you, you're hanging out with dwarves. Are you like dwarven ale these days or? I don't want anything. I just want answers. It says, well, suit yourself. And she snaps her fingers and the shade comes forward and brings her dwarven ale. She's like, got myself in the mood asking about it. Starts drinking. Is, it, is, she, is she seeming pretty genuine? I mean, like, 
mean, he's, I'm, I'm putting this out there <laughs> to directly influence Kevin and his line of thinking. And oil veins earlier, you're just like, this fucking bitch is fucking with me. Who is this? How can she, like, the fact that she's, uh, just, you know, that uh, she has dealings with his father, anything related to his father, like, it just kind of immediately gets tainted, so. Just, I can tell you're confused. You're stressed out. People that don't want to drink, it means they're stressed. That's what I've found. Lived a long time, been all over the place. You're stressed. I didn't introduce myself properly. Deja Parmenter. And she holds out her hand in a very stiff hand. Royal Lane just like looks at her and just is like... She says, cool, that's fine. But, she says, Deja Parmenter. I knew your dad, however many decades ago. Says, we had a little thing, yeah, a little wild, a little crazy. Says, no longer. But, suffice it to say, I knew him when you needed help. I built the thing. I built the thing, it turned out to help you. I wanted to use it for other things, didn't work out for me, worked out for you. You're much better now, you got the cool spells and stuff. Why would you make it for my father? What? I mean, how the hell do you even know him in the first place? I mean, like... Says, that guy gets around, let me tell you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Gross>. so, <laughs> I'm 16. Ted likes ladies and the ladies like Ted. Yeah. <laughs> he says, that guy gets around uh, 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 waggling his, uh, his curse and his cock all over the place and, uh, uh, you know, and things happen. He says, it's the world, kid. You'll figure it out eventually. Just, so, that brings us to today. A bunch of years passed, you're running around with a bunch of your friends or whatever, and I decide to bring you here, to me, to this place. Wait, what is, where is this place? He says, he says, this place, my home, here, down here. You're in Deepa Mascar, buddy. As well, technically just outside it. Deepa Mascar? He's like, yeah, I know, I know, you've never heard of it because you're young and you don't know of anything. Anyway, it's a cool magic land where a bunch of cool wizards like me live. I'm supposed to go there with my. I'm supposed to go to Deepa Mexico with my friends, but not like this. What happened to them? Says your friends are on their way to Deepa Mascar. I mean, we're supposed to, not yet, but we were going to. Ha! <laughs> she says, "Well, ain't that a funny coincidence?" He says, "He says, well, I don't know anything about that, but the point is, I brought you here. I want your blood. Can I have your blood?" No. <laughs> says, "Fine. Tell me more about your blood." She says, "I'll just keep asking you again later and later and later until you eventually say yes." Says, "Uh, uh." says, but tell me more about it. What have you, what have you, what, what, what have you seen inside your head? When you cast the spells, what, what, what do you see? I just, uh, someplace far away. Ah, be more fucking descriptive. I, I don't know, it's just, I mean, uh, I mean, the closest thing I could relate it to is, I uh, had, had this vision that my, my brother, my brother Scrimcorn told me about. She leans forward, she says, Visions, blood relations. These are things I like to hear about. Yeah, whatever. It, <laughs> it was. Uh, it, he told me it had it had something to do with this massive, massive creature floating out uh, in this field of stars. It was just out there, and and it was bleeding. It had like red eyes, many red eyes, and it just kept bleeding, like a black blood, like a shadow blood, like my blood, and it. it it started, it started healing like over time, like over ages. It just started healing, and then 
and then it was coming closer and as if and it started blacking out all the stars and and then it just brought darkness with it says okay hold the sending spell because we don't say hold the phone because there are no phones right <laughs> so <laughs> good wow that was good <laughs> um uh says I need you to be very specific who saw this vision you didn't see this vision I mean you know my brother told me all about it about how did he see this vision what was the circumstances in which he saw what you just explained to me I mean he was doing some kind of uh, I don't know if I can call it a ritual but he was I think he was in he was like inhaling something. I think I remember. I don't. I think it had to do with drugs. I don't know. I mean, I, he's a druid. I don't really know what druids do. But he but relayed this vision to you. He told in me. detail. Usually, when people uh, smoke up and go on some fucking bullshit vision quest, they don't come back and tell everyone the specifics of what they saw to their brothers. No, you told. It's me. usually a deeply personal <laughs> thing, and etc. etc. Why did he tell you? Are we traveling together? I mean, like, we, I just met him. Like, actually, well, I mean, you don't. Well, I mean, Ted is his father too, so I mean, we were. It's that kind of half brother. Oh, that's a bit. You said half brother, right? I just assumed. Half half brother, yeah. There's no way Ted would procreate with that woman again. So it had to be a half brother. Says, oh my god, another, another Ted child, and you're traveling with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Says, that's amazing. We're going to get back to that. Okay, hang on. Let's not get distracted. No, the vision. The vision. He goes. And he snorts some mushrooms or whatever. Smoke or something. Or smokes the mushrooms or a toad's ass. I don't care. He has some vision and he comes and he tells you. He tells me. He tells you what he saw in this specific vision. Was it the only vision that he saw? The only vision that I I know of. I mean. This is the only one he chose to tell you about. I mean, what about me? But there were. I know. About you. So you do know it's about you. Did he say it was about you? I mean, he told it to me, kind of, you know. I mean, he told it to all of us, but it was, he kind of went at at length. He kind of went in a little bit deeper about it with me. Yes, yes. Explain it to me again and be very specific and make sure you use the words that he used. You should do it in his voice. (laughs) Just to make sure. Just he always does this thing where he like coughs for I don't know why. That's good. I that's important. I mean, he should get checked probably. But I mean, he. I had a, a vision about about uh, something that maybe reminded me about your your shadow blood whatever thing you have. You know, I had something to do. Oh, this is really hurting my throat. Do I have to keep going? Just, no, okay, drop the voice. Clearly, you're terrible at it. But just <laughs> s- tell me what happened in the vision again. It was a massive creature that was, like, floating out in the middle of nowhere. Like, I'm surrounded you by... You see her head. eyes closed as her body starts to, like, become more limp as you're explaining it. Like her the, arms drop to her sides. Floating around in, like, the place beyond the sky, you know, where the, all the stars are. And it, it, it was just floating out there, but it was bleeding, like, it was bleeding like a black blood like a, some kind you know a black blood and it was it had red eyes and it was it was a uh, it was healing it started healing over time and it was like time was passing by faster and faster in his vision and he uh, 
He started coming closer. Like he was coming closer. He was, t- he was coming after whoever. I mean... And her eyes shoot open, completely black. Not a bit of white in her eyes, and she gets thrown across the room backwards. Like, like, like she had gotten slammed from the front, smashes into the wall behind, and she quickly stands back up, and she says, Okay, yeah, so, all right. And, uh... Is she hurt? Is she injured at all? She seems to have just brushed it off right away. Mm. Um, uh... She says, okay, cool, that was a fun conversation. Uh, I'm going to be sending you back to your friends now. And she pulls out a wand. And she raises it above. What are you doing? What are you doing? And she points it to the papers that are on her desk, and they burst into flames. And then she points it at a uh, another uh, one of the desks with baubles and stuff, and it bursts into flames. The vials shatter, and the black goo just falls down onto the table and hisses up, creating a little cloud and she says yeah so i'm done here and uh i'm leaving and the world's gonna end and uh you know have fun with uh, what life you got left she says but i won't be here when it happens and uh she starts walking towards the door and she says you should get out of this place you don't want to stay in here well what the hell happened she says just get out of this place or it's gonna be much worse you want your world to end sooner you stay inside this house but I'm leaving. What was up that business about wanting the blood? Why are you kicking? She says, don't want the blood anymore. You can have it back. Oh, right. And she uh, she takes the vial and she, uh, she, like, she takes it with two fingers, like, carefully, and uh, 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 and tosses it, not towards oil vein, just, like, off to the side, and it hits the ground and shatters. And the, the inky... Inky-pinky. Uh, the Inky Pinky just <laughs> floats up into the air and shoots back towards Oil Vane's body and just reattaches onto his hand. I missed you. Then he says, like, yeah, there, yeah, there, you're whole again. Happy ending for you. Okay, let's go, let's get out, let's get out, let's get out. All right, all right. And as she opens this uh, front door to the place, you see it just opens up into what looks like black sand. Uh, uh, and, and looking out, you see a landscape which is just like dunes of black sand. It is, there's no light to speak of, but for some reason you can still see the sand as if, well, you have dark vision, right? Yeah. So you can see because of your dark vision. What does uh, the sky look like? Um, there is no sky. It goes up into blackness. Oh, and, uh, and she steps out and is gesturing for you to come out. She says, come on, come on, come on, come on. The moment you do, she snaps her fingers, and uh, and if you when you look behind you at the house, it's a huge mansion. It just starts folding in on itself, like each wall, just like folding, folding, folding. The chimney like collapses down, and it starts like getting smaller and smaller into a tiny little cube, and then a small little sphere, and then just disappears into so small that you can't see anything. And then you can see just black sand as far as the eye can see, and uh, Deja pulls out a different wand, uh, uh, points it forward, and a huge shimmering portal appears in front of her. It's the latest in home automation. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's pointing at the man. Overland's pointing at the mansion. He's pretty awestruck because he has no idea what's happening. And he's, wait, wait, what is happening right now? Why? I still don't know why. Where? She says, don't worry about it. You're, uh, uh, your shadow blood is not something I want anymore, so you get to keep it. The world is fucked. Thanks. It's not a vision. It's a prophecy. Hate to break it to you. Should have been obvious to you, frankly, when he told you. Since haven't you ever seen a prophecy before? And 
He says, the last time that prophecy was told, some crazy shit went down, and I ain't gonna be here for it. And she's like taking a couple steps towards the portal, getting a little more moments to like look around. You see more of those black shades just sort of floating around. And at one point you see something with a bunch of tentacles fly overhead and uh, just whiz on by. But then next to the portal on the ground, you also see a small black dog. Uh, looks like it's nursing, uh, uh, nursing from a larger black dog. And, uh, she sees you looking at it. She says, she says, uh, that puppy's mom is dead, by the way. Uh, you can take it if you want. And she walks through the portal. Right? And the moment she steps through, uh, it closes up. Bitch. <laughs> and then Oilvane feels the light start to rise up all around him as it gets brighter and brighter, and he starts to feel that same thing he felt, what, maybe an hour ago? Under pressure. <laughs> and a flash of white. And he finds himself groggily awakening on the cold, damp, Stony ground of Kunjakar. Baron and and Mock and Scrimcorn and uh, Drustin all around you looking, and then you feel a wet licking on your face and see the black dog licking your face. Oh, hi, dog. <laughs> oh. 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 Wait, in my back, in my back now. My Where did that dog come from? What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Are you okay, Scrim? Oh, oil vein. What have you in Drink! Oh, oh. Oh, am I glad to see you guys again? Oh, that was fucking weird. What do you mean, see us again? You. you. What? Was, was that not you? I mean, you did have a different accent for a while. Yeah, you were talking like different or something. What are you on about? You were sniffing everything. Tell, tell us something only you would know. Oh, uh, my dad is a fuckwad? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people know that. <laughs> Good. Couldn't be anyone. But how, it, did, how did you, but you it feel about your pal? What was the name of the person who saved your life back in the Sunless Citadel? Save my, oh, that was Erky Timbers, right? Oh, Erky. It's pretty oh, good. Scrimcorn gets quiet. I feel sad now. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> bring I us think, down, man. I think it's really oily no, again. Can we find no, an uplifting, unique memory? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's proud of that. What was the name of the elf you had drinks with <laughs> in Blassingdale? Uh, she... Nisola. All right. I mean, oh. she kept making me play that terrible card game. What, was... what the fuck happened with, uh, with, with Oilvane? You've been with you all day. That's why I was. Uh, I was he was acting weird, snipping yeah, dogs. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's he's generally I, I think that that flash of white did something to him. Were you possessed? Could, do you remember what's been happening for the last couple of hours? Did someone else? Were you a dog? What's with this dog? I'm not is a that, dog. That's, I, I just met this dog. Is that dangerous? He seems nice. I mean. Crazy does, wizard lady gave it to me. Does it look wait, like a wait, dog? The wizard dog. down below? There is a wizard here? Is a wizard, wizard. Truth, bro? <laughs> I thought that was a lie from the succubus! I thought you killed everything here. <laughs> well, we also thought he was a doppelganger. That's a succubus. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. a succubus? <laughs> it's amazing. You've seen me missing some things. 
I think we're all missing something. So, what? You tell us what you're talking about. I was in fucking deeper Mascar. That's where we want to go! I know! That doesn't make sense to me. You were here the whole time, as far as I can tell. But I mean, after that weird white light thing happened, I just woke up there. Okay. Yeah, I was in some kind of magic mansion thing, and this lady like kept asking me weird questions about. If only she fucked my dad. She fucked her dad. I mean, that's not surprising. I mean, I mean. I'm gonna warn my daughter about that one. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) You're like. She's on that next level. Any stranger, there's a higher chance they've been with Ted than me. Unfortunately. I mean, that's probably true. Without the army. Then who was with us? Who was sniffing us? Right, what the hell was that about? What were you talking about? They gave a great... After the flash, thinking back on what, you started talking funny, and then sniffing things... I wasn't even here. Right, but you were here, as far as we can tell. I mean, what are you... I still don't understand. There was a person who looked like you, talked mostly like you, and acted weird. We need a secret handshake or something. This... Albeck steps forward and says, "That was a conservation of uh, conservation of energy and matter." I don't know what that means. Be quiet. Shut up, Albeck. He says, "Justin must know about this. He went to another place, as he said, and something must have been put in his place to cause them to trade places. Something that would look and seem like him, but was not. It was obviously not him. He called me his friend. Am I your friend?" I wouldn't put it like that. But, yeah. Right, so whatever was I mean, here did put it like that, which I, I, I thought was a little odd. I was a little hopeful at first, and then I thought maybe you were playing a prank on me, and then I thought that maybe this was all just a part of like, maybe make me feel really good right before you slit my throat, which would be a kindness. Not enough, but, you dumb or I mean, we're acquaintances. Because I'm just saying, I heard the shaman talk about it all the time, but whatever, okay, I'll just go Great, great, great. So something was in your place, but you're back now, was it? Was it that wee puppy? I mean, that crazy wizard lady, the one that I was talking to, she was very powerful. Why did she want you there? Why did she send you back? She wanted my blood, but then all of a sudden she didn't want my blood. Like a vampire? Well, she didn't want to drink it. I think she's just doing some crazy experiments. I think if a vampire ate his blood, it might die. She was like a pale lady. I mean, she was a lady. Like a vampire. (laughs) She was pale, yeah. Yeah. All signs point to vampire at this point. Well, actually, I don't really know. I mean, I what did she want? What kind of a lady? Dwarf? Elf? Human? She was like, she looked like a human lady, but kind of really, really pale and like kind of, you know. You said Deepa Mascar. Deepa Mascar, yeah. Didn't you say something about, what did you say about, did you say anything about Deepa Mascar? Drustin, tell us about Deepa Mascar. <laughs> Do you know anything about Deepa Mascar or is that? Drustin knows more about Deepa Mascar than Kevin does. <laughs> Uh, the Deepa Mascari are said to be unnaturally pale from their millennia living deep underground in their sealed city. Well, it sounds like someone and from to have Deepa unnaturally Mascari. long lives for humans. They're, oh, they're very long lives and very pale. Mascari the underground is a so long. race of humans. So maybe in a Mascari then. But what did she want? She wanted. I mean, she kept asking me. I mean, she had. I mean, I've got my pinky back. And she... I noticed that. Yeah. She and had, she had it? She, she had, had your it. pinky? She got it from Ted. Ted then, was in Deepa Mascar? I guess so. I don't Wait really a minute. Know. We saw Ted, like, a couple weeks ago. How did Ted... How the bloody hell did he get from here to Deepa Mascar? In a couple of weeks? Oh, cousin. 
clearly you will travel to be the Mascar faster than boy ship or, or, or caravan. And how did he woo a deep Mascari? Well, well, I don't know about that. He's got a certain charisma to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin, no. <laughs> don't look at me like that. I'm just saying. I mean, oh, Justin, he's not so man, it's my dad. He's <laughs> bad news. I'm just saying, I'll understand how a, a desperate woman deep underground might be taken out over by such a, a, a mysterious. I don't care. It's right. my dad. <laughs> he's fucking terrible too. We're getting distracted. What did she want from you? What did she ask you? Well, I mean, I think I, I remember her from when I was a. Well, as a kid, I was living in school, Schoolport, and I was really sick. And my father, he, I thought he was trying to save my life, so he, he went and found this pale lady who, she was the one that put this on me. And I thought it was just meant to cure me of my, whatever it was I was going through. But it turns out that she was trying to s- steal my blood from me, like over time or something like that. I just, she was trying to treat me like some kind of animal or whatever. But then it didn't work. You know, for, I, I don't know why. It, it, it's just something happened, and she. But then she she found out from Ted that it did work. It, it actually started working, and that my blood for some reason that's why I have this. So I don't know what happened, but she said she wanted my blood. But then I, she kept asking me questions about it. But all of a sudden she got freaked out and she didn't want she didn't want my blood anymore. And then she just sent me back here with the dog, and she threw my picture. She fucking bitch threw my pinky across the room. <laughs> oh. Hate it when that happens. Why would she change her mind? Did you like do something or say something or? Yeah, she kept asking me about about those visions. The scream, the vision that you told me about what you had from. Vision? I have a lot of those. <laughs> right now, man. <laughs> have we? Well, well, which one did you <laughs> tell her about? It was the one about this. It was the one about this, uh, mass, this, this being that was that lives in the place beyond the sky. So I'm a, I'm gonna go into the other room now. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you've told you've talked about a lot of the secrets in front of me, but this one feels like a big one, and I'm just gonna go into the other room. So I will not have heard whatever it is you're talking about. Right, just leaving. Saying you're gonna leave the room is worse than just leaving the room. Why don't you just leave the room? See, now I know you're back. And he walks into the other room. <laughs> <laughs> so, that orc leads a very what stressful are we do life. Him, by the way, <laughs> he's been around too much. I feel weird just offing him. <laughs> I just wish he would shut up. Oil being, she was interested in this vision, something beyond the stars. It's like a massive, some kind of creature. Like, um, I mean, you told me that you were, when you were you were listening to that me talk that one time, and you were talking about deep speech. Like the, the source of my powers, my magical spells. I mean, it, it had something to do with that, like some kind of creature from far away. I don't know, it, it had red eyes and was bleeding and was Ooh. eating over time. Oh, she was interested is it, in this. Is it surprising to Scrimcorn that he remembers, like, his, one of the visions that Scrimcorn... Does Scrimcorn remember all of these wild, crazy visions before the witches finally appear and give them the mortals? No, and actually, um... And that's... And, uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm, just, I'm prompting you for in character if you yeah, want. Yeah, because I want to do it in character. That's the thing okay, I want to yeah, ask for that. Then handle um, it in character and I'm just putting it into your head. Yeah. Um, Scrimgorn has talked about sort of what he, he says, saw when you guys met. This, 
this dream, I, this this vision. <clears throat> I'm just trying to. Oh, damn, the analogy I was gonna make was about radio static. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bummer. Uh, send, uh, sending spells. Yeah. Sending spells. Um, sending spells. Uh, the, the, the visions, the visions I hear and see, ripples on pond are are oh, like a lot of conversations in a crowded room. Ripples on pond. And I'm trying to, and I'm trying to hear just one voice. I I mentioned it because it seemed oil vein esque, but uh, it didn't. Was what was significant about why? I, I don't know. She didn't tentacle really... monster in the stars. Like I've seen much weirder. Well, she said it was some kind of like prophecy. A prophecy? I mean, she went on about the end of the world. I don't end know. of the world? But the witches didn't say it. I mean, well, I mean, uh, well, all right. <laughs> so she didn't want your blood because she, you told her about your vision, and she told you it's the end of the world. It had something to do with the end of the world, and she seemed like really in a hurry to get out of there. Is that going to happen soon? I don't know. She didn't really give me a timeline. Could we contact her and get us all to go to Deep in Mascar so we don't have to as walk Vane, across the world? As Olivain is standing there, groggy, like she just woke up from, like, it's like waking up from, from, like, deep sleep or... About that dog. Yeah, there is the dog still there. Are you standing yeah. up by his name? Or are you just sitting up? Dog. Are you still are you still sitting on the ground? What's your what's your posture in, in all of this? You're getting barraged with questions. I don't think we would rush him. Yeah, he's been he was still sitting on the ground. Still sitting on the ground. Um, that's when Oil Vane notices a uh, a piece of parchment in his hand. It's just been like holding it. The hell is this? And uh, um paper. Yeah. The paper. Papier. Um, so the paper is a folded piece of parchment covered in, uh, I mean, what looks like language, probably, but not anything that Oil Vane is even remotely familiar with. Um, it's uh, indecipherable to him. Mm, indecipherable language, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no such thing for Master Green! What is what is this? Uh, it's not draconic, is it? No. Okay. So I, 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 if you're taking the paper, you can tell me. I'll yeah. Do you want to come over and take a look? I mean, it is might it be whatever language they speak in Deepa Mascar, or is maybe it? some sort of wizard script. Is it dwarven? I mean, it was a, a Deepa Mascar wizard. Both <laughs> seem fair game. It is not familiar to Drustin at all. Oh. Uh, if you give me ten minutes, I could try to look it up with a uh, comprehend language spell. Well, I'm not really in a rush anywhere. Yeah, Mock you... just seems to be fiddling with this here forge a bit, and I think is yeah, the business with the there. dragon finished? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, I just maybe want to wring out my clothes. Well, Colton, I was in the middle of helping you, <laughs> uh, but it looks like we may be taking a bit of a recess. Yeah, he says, uh, this business with, uh, oil vein is clearly out of the ordinary, but when we're, when we've concluded, back at the forge, interesting. Aye. Uh, so he takes out a scroll from the Temple of Ogma, and it has a big I in it and all kinds of different letters. Um, and as he looks at it, the letters shift around. Um, as he reads different words from it and the letters lift off the page and start to go into his eyes. Um, and he touches the page 
and I can understand any written language that you see, but you must be touching the surface on which the words are written, but I can't decode secret messages or uh, glyphs such as an arcane sigil that isn't part of the written language. As Drewston touches it, <clears throat> he's never experienced this before, where the words don't just come together and form. What happens is it's little bits of it come together, but most of it don't. And, uh, uh, and and as he's looking at the sort of morphing movement of it, it's like they're trying to find shape on the page, but not. But then just, uh, then just three words materialize while the rest is still swirling around. It can't be all that's written in here. And he just can understand the words, not that simple. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's a joke in this. Uh, what is it, Justin? Uh, the only words that appear to me are the words not that simple. I think your uh, deep mascari friend uh, has put a bit of a riddle in this one. Oh dear. Well, is it significant or is this like her grocery list? Uh, looking over it, uh, he just looks at what he knows about arcane runes and sigils and in this, stuff. In this ritual, he can sort of like glean some of it, yeah. which is what, what he's what he's feeling is that this is a, a, a strange use of, uh, of arcane sigils, which would normally be used to contain and bind spell energy. But in this case, it seems like it is being used uh, used for language, which is highly unorthodox, but certainly not impossible. Um, but uh, the little bits he's seen, he can sees he can see similarities to a mascari uh, runes that he has studied. He has not like studied specifically, you know, deep mascari magics or anything like that. But he's read about it in his in his yeah, the roots of many languages. many readings. And, yeah, the roots of languages. Like he can see a mascari uh, influences in this, or perhaps it's purely a mascari. He doesn't mm. know enough to make a judgment there one way or the other. Um, but there is definitely dense meaning on this page but it uh, and he can see as he's using this comprehend language they're shifting around but not taking form and that's unlike anything even if he did that on wizard runes even if he did that on the runes that had cursed Durgeddon's body for example right uh those were magical runes nothing would have happened it would have been oh those are those are spell runes from from shaman and so it wouldn't have uh, it wouldn't have done anything. The fact that these are even shifting around means there's some sort of funny business going here. It, it, perhaps it's even reacting to the ritual itself, mm -hmm. as the message itself perhaps implies. Mm. He doesn't feel like this would be impossible to decipher, but yeah. uh, as you said, there seems to be a a riddle in here. Yeah, it's yeah. not that simple. Well, yeah, there's more to it. Um... Has Justin ever encountered anything like this before? No. <laughs> uh. Mock says, I mean, maybe oh, puzzly oh. language before, yeah, but not any, certainly nothing like this, this ancient puzzle level of sort of. We'll be heading yeah, somewhere. Uh, we'll be heading to, a, to a, a greater, larger civilization of one sort or another after this. Now, the question, perhaps more so than ever, is who do we trust with all this information? Uh, during this time, Scrum's less interested in the note. He actually wants to look at the dog if there's some chance for simultaneous. I mean, that was a good ten minutes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. While, he's, while he's doing that, you can be looking at the dog. I don't want to interrupt No, 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 it's cool. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, so he says basically that, like, another matter to be trusted not lightly. 
but uh, that we may need the help of others to resolve. He says, not just the uh, the secrets of Adric, but perhaps the prophecy of Oilvein. Throw that on top of the pile with the rest. Um, I mean, if the world's ending, I don't know. Neither Morden already knows that he should be warned. He's a god, that sort of god's business, world ending and whatnot. <laughs> don't know. Hmm. Seems. How all knowing are some Seems. Movies. Well, you know, I. Pretty. I mean, actually, yeah, pretty high level. How all knowing is. How all knowing are the three witches. I assume they already know about this. <laughs> 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 So, and there are three of them. Uh, is Morden up to date? I mean, has he told you? Because well, apparently, I, I already knew about it. <laughs> well, maybe the three witches are a bit of a smaller operation. I'm not quite as you know. I wouldn't be the first one he'd tell if he already was working on it. <clears throat> I mean, is it not auspicious? Is it? Sorry. Open possessed. Is it near auspicious <laughs> that we happen to find? Imposter! <laughs> that we happen to find uh, the Hammer of All Souls, uh, legends of, of Snowbane and Moradin, um, the very day or day before uh, we find out about the existence of some. World shattering prophecy? Oi, threw it on the pile. This has been the most unexpected trip to a to a, a dwarven ruin that you could ever imagine. We were supposed to come here and find an affair that he didn't want people to know about. That was what it was supposed to be. Exactly! Exactly! Find out what happened with Grandpappy, get these assassins off of our trail, stack up coin to the ceiling, and go back to Walker even make some gems. And I'm tired of trying to keep Bearjaw alive! <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, and he looks at this dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's been, he's, some time has passed, he's sort of been looking at the dog. The dog is... What breed uh, is it? The dog is a uh, mix. Much. Ah. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, black dog, though. Black, uh, black fur and black skin. And Sable. it is... Uh, Does it uh, look... It's a puppy. Does it look like a surface-dwelling dog? Uh, it looks it like... like uh, yeah, yeah, like a surf- surface-dwelling. Like, like like it, like it, like it, like it looks like a cute puppy. Kaylin's raising her hand, but you're not at the table yet. Your vote is a cow. But if Bearjaw is saying something if in Bear character, does she say something? Say something? My- I can talk to the dog. You can talk to oh. you. What? Okay, get back to the table before you say this. That's a big deal. Yes, yes. You're not dropping that yet. She hasn't said that yet. She's got to be at the table. Uh, is this dog? This is Bearjaw is gnawing on a ball pork yeah. right now. It's preserved. It's a way of preserving. But like, okay. it jerks ball pork. This entire that thing. puppy is yeah. obviously a mouthful of jerky. It's extremely. It's like died. The okay. few okay. people make them. She Hang prefers up. them. Well, come come back. But let me. <laughs> is it? It sh- Stop. Let me answer the first question. Still not answering. What was the first question? He wanted to look at the dog and see what he sees. I'm, let me oh answer. Oh my god. It that was a, ages ago. It was a black <laughs> puppy. We're never going to find out anything about this stuff. It is a black puppy. It is obviously 
malnourished. It is, uh, uh, it is like skin on bones. He's adorably cute because all puppies are just super cute. But he's, uh, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely been without the food that he needs. Um, and uh, it looks like he might even be sick as well. So not worth eating. Uh, you would no, not definitely not worth eating. Why no. are you looking at me? You're starving. Now, bear jaw, <laughs> having swallowed the bit of ball. <clears throat> I said, I can talk to the dog. Oh yeah, he do weird stuff. What? You do weirder life. stuff. I guess we what? True. I guess we haven't encountered dogs before, huh? I, what? I don't. A- animals. Just gestures. We haven't had much opportunity. If he said he could talk to animals, I'd be like, sure. I, you can talk to animals. Yes, I can I talk. I'm gonna waste my time with animals. <laughs> Some Goliaths choose to go down the path of learning more about animals, such that they can learn to talk to them. And you, you can down. talk to God. No one goes, ooh. Hey, God. Not all of them. A god. Well, what do animals have to say, Berja? Are they excellent conversationalists? It depends on the animal. <laughs> he more just asks Morden to burn things. And he does. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is Oil Vein's pinky. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> that's amazing. He has it back now. Aww, that's so cool. I thought it was really Don't weird. Don't turn it upside down. Honestly, I thought... Might be I thought this was a really well, weird perfume thing. <laughs> you know, Wait, like, you're not wrong about that. Like, ooh, anyway, is, keep, keep it going, but you, now you know before. what that is. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. That's super cool. Uh, yeah, no, she. Would you well, like me to. What does it have to say? I don't know. I'm Lock not psychic. I talk to animals. I'm not back. psychic. As the conti- conversation <laughs> continues, he's getting things back up to forging time. <laughs> yeah. He's starting to breath. <laughs> What do you want? What do you want to ask it? I don't. I don't know its name. What do you want to know? Um, why is it brown? The, black? Ask, what ask color is it? Where the crazy wizard lady went. Okay, I will. I will do a ritual. This this thing is not just nom 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 talk. What's the name of your uh, speak with animal? Yeah, speak with animal ritual. Ritual speak with animal. Ritual discuss. Topical events yeah. with animal. You need to get your laptop. I know, but it does say you're not allowed to ask about politics or religion. <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, with dogs especially, they dogs get. The it takes ten minutes to, to prepare. So why don't you say what Bearjaw is doing to to essentially her version of, of casting this ritual? Well, she's staring at the dog. Firstly, like trying to get a, a beat on what kind of what kind of ritual this requires. Um, and for a dog. It's a lot of it's just communion. It's uh, interacting with the dog in a way that makes the dog happy and, and responsive to to your uh, overtures of friendship and discussion, which involves a lot of ball pork, actually. Turns out, dogs are really responsive to ball pork. Um, and uh, How many yeah. dogs? Yeah, and, you know she make she can make like contact with it briefly. You know she feeds it the ball pork and you know like patting its head and maybe gain a little bit of its fur. And as she does that, she can get like smell the fur and be like, "Yep, that's definitely a dog." Just, you know, burn that, burn that, waft it. You know, in her in her little like half skull she's got. Well, listen, you have to make a poultice in something, and with you and your don't carry around pottery with you. You just make it as you go. And so she's been, you know, kind of making it into a, a like a powder and a, and a, adding some liquid, some oil to that, and just starts like drawing sigils on her face with this kind of like 
animal product plus the oil and plus the, the magic that kind of comes into it as she's muttering um, under her breath and in Goliath. Didn't you already have some like dragon smearing? Oh on yeah, your face no. Too? It, well, yeah, she has to re-up that occasionally. She sweats. Yeah, fair. She is but a mortal, so. <laughs> oh yes, please. I think Grandma would be lovely right now. Um, yeah. So, so having done that and centered and uh, gotten this dog on her side, a little bit at least, ballpark goes a long way. Um, and then you throw the ballpark. You can actually take a little bit of it, and, and it's a double thing because it's a game now. <laughs> They don't bring it back, though. Hmm. Especially the starving animal probably hear. doesn't bring it back at all. And so, mm. And then you can hear dog, dog, speak the language dog. of the puppy. Aww. Oh, I'm gonna have to do a puppy voice, okay? Um, <laughs> just channel your inner butters. Just make it your voice. Friend! Friend! Friend? Yes, I am friend. Where were you before this, dog? Oh. Looks around and says, oh, "Home. What does home smell like, dog? Oh, dark. Dark smell. Yes. Elaborate, please. Dark. Dark. Where's mommy? Oh. Your mom is probably dead. Oh. <laughs> I would be your new mother, but first you must tell me more." about where you are from. What kind of people are in your home? Uh, do we hear a common, like, a, like a, an intelligible speech, or do you sound like you're talking woof puppy, woof woof? You know, it's it's kind of a mixture. It's it's a lot of the woof woof people woof woof. More dark smell, hmm. You know, so you get kind of both. Yeah. Um, dark smell. <laughs> Conduit. What's the chances she's punking us? Dax is here. Dax should shut his fucking mouth? Oh, well, the puppy says to shut up, Dax. Oh, wow. Wow. Sure. Smart dog. Smart dog. Uh, what was the last question? What did the people like? Oh. Uh, uh, very, uh, Pale. <laughs> and then she just starts pointing Pale around skin. the room. Tall. Like this one? Very big. This one? Like this one? No, 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 no. But her, him, he was there. Okay, yes, we what? got that. I, good dog. Why are you pointing at me? You're a very good dog. He points his paw. Oh, uh, <laughs> he points. This is a very smart shake, dog. Shake, shake hands. <laughs> okay, so pale. Pale, probably. Uh, oh, hang on. So, what do you know? <laughs> Bearjaw, yeah. Kaylin wasn't here for I, the last hour. I need some more information. Yeah. cast fill-in. No, it's not cast fill-in, because that's when you, quickie. in fiction, are filling someone, and this is out this of is, character. Greg will cast fill-in. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so the very quick version is Oil Vane mm-hmm. woke up with uh, in a place... There was elsewhere, and there was a woman who was a wizard there. She was uh, extremely pale-skinned, like the Deepa Mascari are said to be. Okay, she okay. said this was Deepa Mascar. She had a conversation with the oil. <laughs> she was like, da 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 I want your oil. Also, Ted uh, is an asshole, and boy, does he get around, and he's super cursed. And, okay. uh, and then, uh, eventually, 
Oilvane volunteered uh, a vision that Scrimcorn had had and relayed to Oilvane because Scrimcorn at the time had thought it was kind of very oil veiny. Okay. So he just like told it to him as a interesting tidbit, like if you want to hear about my dream. And uh, <laughs> you want to hear about this dream I had? But it clearly uh, stuck with Oilvane because Oilvane told it uh, uh, to her twice, Uh Uh uh, after which she immediately lit her research on fire and Uh, uh, collapsed her mansion into into, uh, an atom until it disappeared and uh, opened up a portal and left and said, your world's going to end. That was a prophecy. I'm out of here. Peace. And disappeared. And then Oilvane returned with his pinky. She had his blood said that Ted, she had his pinky said that Ted had given it to him. Given it to her. Oh. And uh, she said, you can have that dog, by the way. It's mom's dead. And, it's mom's and he returned. Dead. And Oil Vane is now relayed pretty much all of that to the group okay. in their questioning. Okay. Okay. So, Only so finished relaying. We're so, still relaying. <laughs> so Bear just got an idea. So <laughs> in game time, since you were last at the table last week, about 45 thousands, seconds have passed. Thousands <laughs> things. So much has happened in and that short amount of time. To, to, mm. So you want to know where... It, that yeah, that's right. He was also, and the parchment laughed at him. Yeah, he was also holding a piece of paper that Dresden tried to use comprehend languages, and it said, not that simple. simple. Well, then Bear does say you have to beat the paper. Um, All right, right, so um, the pale lady makes sense because it's what he's saying. Just to clarify, then, knowing that now with your question, you're asked, you want to know... What kind of a dog is this? We're getting to that. Um, What kind of dog are you? What kind of... Know what kind of dog there. are you? A good boy. I am good boy. It's this. Um, I want to know. Um, you want to know where you were in Deep Mascar in this place? I mean, well, where? I mean, I have so many questions, but I don't know if I would ask the dog them. But I mean, so you don't know, or you don't want to ask the dog because of dark truth. The dog might reveal uh, to you. Dog, ask the dog. Uh, why is the world going to end? Um. Okay. <clears throat> That's good, right? Yeah, it, so dear dog. Life huh? dear dog. Hey, dog, dog. Oh, friend. <laughs> if the world were going to end and you knew about that, you would tell me, right? The dog cocks his head and says, what? <laughs> he does not know. He does not know. <laughs> that dog is being honest with me. He is not. He is too pure. Was a good question. Too pure for this Genuine. Uh, I'll think it. Okay. It's that was healthy? a good idea. No mm. bad ideas. Do you have milk? Yes, I probably somewhere. I don't have any. Why do you well, want milk? Does I the jug make milk? Mayonnaise. I have <laughs> mayonnaise, which is milk-like. That's gunk. It it's, is also it's, white. It's eggs and oh, oil. Yeah. I watched my wife make it. She made good mayonnaise. Oh, <laughs> I want milk. She I want milk. I'm very hungry. I give you more ballpourville. 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 Which is just, if you guys you don't have milk. any milk. <laughs> we'll find milk for you somehow. You'll One of these people probably. Does the judge really make mayonnaise? Yeah. Yeah. It makes vinegar. Vinegar and water. Mayonnaise oil. That's like, but not eggs. That's like most that's of a coleslaw. Which, you could get some cabbage which in Which makes you wonder what kind of eggs are in that Focus. Conversation focus. Um, okay, so I need more questions to ask because, um, I mean, he doesn't know where he is. We don't get much out of him. Okay, hey, bop, bop, You must believe. Okay, okay, last last question, and then I will let you go play. Does anyone have any idea? How are you gonna ask? No, I want to play, I want milk. I want you to go play with the milk. What else? Where's what? the milk? <clears throat> <laughs> no, you said we were friends. 
And friends oh. tell each other things. Friends give milk. Friends do not oh, give wow. milk. Whoever told you that was not your friend. My mom told me that. Your mom oh is God. dead. <laughs> we, made, we already clarified before, that. Before I die, I want you to know. Friends give you milk. <laughs> like legit, for parting words for a mom who's still nursing her children, not far off. Not yeah, far that's off. pretty good. Poor Find people. someone who will give you milk. It's really all you need at it's this point really, in your life. It's really important. If I get one sentence, that's it. Um. <laughs> so this dog, have you ever left your home before this moment now? No. Okay, so you're not going to know where you are. I live with the lady. Right. The pale lady. Yeah. She's not your friend. Mm, she's kind of mean. Mm-hmm. She did not give milk. You don't give milk. <laughs> Can we milk all back? <laughs> no, you don't want that. You don't want that. Me? We'll figure it out. <laughs> the answer is no, but... <laughs> mm, okay, okay. I did say that was the last question, and I am an honorable guy. I don't know so. why you would ask a dog. I mean, who's a good boy? Me! There we go, we milk. got the answer. Milk. We got I the need answer. Milk. Okay, well. And then they start sniffing as, around that and was wandering about around. As you, what is your name, dog? Do you have a name? What's a name? I name you Snoot. Snoot. My name's Snoot. Because he has a snoot on the tip of his face. Snoot. I like it. It's Snoot. It likes suit. He also is colored like that. Can we keep him? Well, we could name you after our party. I think he's going to die if you don't have any milk around, when I don't think we have any milk. So it's probably going to die. Well, I'd say he's... He we'll will make eat the mayonnaise close enough. But we're not good at that anyways. <laughs> so, why I'll the hell not? I'll take care of him. I'll try my best. Fair I mean, dog plucks up the dog and looks him in the eye and says, This is your new friend. He will get you milk. Get him something that looks like milk. This dog is not yet know what milk is. The last thing shoves it, shoves it into your arms. <laughs> the last thing I... It's been pouring out acid today, so... <laughs> we are not going to feed the dog acid. A, we don't want to try to stretch that. That's a rough look. You think a puppy. good Betty would keep a dog alive? I mean, but if we got him to swallow it, it be? yes. <laughs> but I have a hard time getting you guys to eat the good Maybe things. you mash it up? I don't know. I find if you put it in a piece of cheese, it goes down okay. Piece of all part. Personally. Speaking. Yeah, he gives uh, he gives one of his good berries to Will Van and says, if you can get the dog to eat that, it will nourish it. I'll try. It's barking at you. <laughs> that uh, means milk, basically. I'm sorry, I don't have any milk. But I'm eating the ballpark with the blueberry inside. He's wagging it. his tail and jumping up at you. <laughs> Will Van, he mashes up a ballpark and he mixes in some of the berry in it and then he... Uh, Kind of holds it up to the dog's mouth. The dog immediately just devours it. Oh, and then it dog. starts running around in circles, chasing its tail, barking. Oh, that's a good boy. He's so looking we'll have to eat for another day. <laughs> that dog is good. Hey, no, now you control him. I don't want him anymore. <laughs> I don't want him anymore. That's yeah. funny. That's what his mom said. <laughs> I just met this dog, but there's something familiar about him. What all familiar? Oh, that's, that's oh right. there you go. Is that where that word comes from? I... <laughs> 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 and see. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my laptop. 
Thank you for letting me talk to an animal for the first time ever. <laughs> that was exactly what I thought would happen. Talk to the Were you thinking about that since last week? Yes, sir. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk to the bear. No. In the glitter hang. Your bear jaw. Oh, that's for she kills bears and takes their jaws. Like, you don't talk to your enemies, because then it humanizes them, and then you'll feel bad. She's been weirdly respectful of any bears we've encountered, I feel like. I don't know if we've encountered a lot of bears. Should we give it another try? Oi, she's about ready. As he continues to uh, work Durgan's axe back into the the deepest, white hottest parts of the forge that he had uh, rekindled. Cousins, you think you've worked something out? He says, oh, we'll give it a shot. (coughs) But, uh... Clearly, any uh, any such labors on this forge would require a magic influence, an arcane hand. He says, perhaps uh, we Dressen here can help uh, help guide some of my forging. And Scrim, since you came and interrupted last time, perhaps you'd care to stick around and lend what aid you may. That's fair. Drusen's got his. I appreciate uh, it. His two tones of a rundil. That he's kind of flipping through and looking for any guidance in what he could do here. Kind of Those are the ones you nicked from the library? Yep. Is that the one that laughed at you? Nope. No, that's a different one. That's a different These one. These are two books I rescued from the Succubus Room. Uh-huh. And in short order, the rhythmic ringing of uh, Hammer on uh, on the, uh, on the again, only kind of like dully glowing accent. Really could not bring up the temperature that much. The magic making uh, the metal and the whole weapon very resistant to the uh, to the elemental forces. And he just says, all right, pick your, pick your moment to delve in. Scrum says, this is taking forever. He casts heat metal. <gasps> Does it? I mean, yeah. Uh, I will expend a second level spell <laughs> to rub it in Monk's face. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, how does it, how does it look? Yeah. Um, so he's, uh, he's done this, you guys have seen this, uh, this before, um, uh, and he doesn't say to mind his hand, he was gonna say to put on some gloves or something, he just, the, the uh, handle's wooden that he's holding. Uh, okay, okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah, cause like, he, um, he thrust it all in there, but you maybe didn't see this before, like, <coughs> he, he tried to get the handle off for a long time and could not separate them. Oh, yes, And so yes. then he just, like, said, fuck it, he threw it all in, and the wood, wood, wood wouldn't char at all. Excellent. And so it's kind of created a little bit of a working handle. Um, he, uh... Okay, too much. We win! We win! <laughs> he, um... Surprise. Uh, yeah, so he, so he's looking around, he's, like, he's working some bellows and stuff like that, but he's getting the heat up. He, um, Justin's doing his thing and looking through the papers and everything, and Scream is kind of looking, looking around to what to assist with, but it's not, you know, he, he... You know he's not a craftsman, and he has talked about how he is not a craftsman. Um, but uh, while you're doing this, he's rooting around in his pouches, and he takes out um, a couple. Uh, he takes his hand out, and you're you're maybe focused on this, but maybe other people see this. Um, he's just got a bunch of uh, a handful of red ants um, that are crawling around, and he squeezes them and crushes them, and um, and you see him concentrating and focusing on the uh, on the it's the axe head, right? It's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, that that's the one you're working on currently, and um, and uh, it it uh, it it glows. Whether or not it actually is is hot to the touch might be a different thing, but it definitely it's kind of like there's heat around it. Whether or not it penetrates is is a separate conversation, but you can see there is 
a magic energy, like the, the magic energy is noticeable. Yeah. Um, that there is kind of heat going into it at a much higher rate. Well, Mox sees um, it. Like, he sees it raise up. I mean, again, he worked this thing for, like, literally spent hours. While everyone was doing everything else, he was solely just trying to get these things hot. And, and he couldn't get it past that point. And you see the red ants crawling all over Scrim's hand, and he is just concentrating because this is a concentration thing, so you can yeah. keep this going for 10 minutes. Uh, and he sees it, one. and he's just ringing. Uh, he, he had said before, he's just looking. He, he couldn't, to work the metal, he needed to kind of like unlock it, right? As things cool, like the rigid crystalline structures and metal, like is what gives it its hardness and its, and its durability and brittleness. And you have to kind of like unlock that. With, with mundane metal, heat is enough. Heat and, and, uh, and some, some pressure are enough to kind of get it to be more malleable and then you can start molding it. But he just couldn't get past that point. And he sees the temperature rising, and he's just—he—he he isn't aware of who's doing. He says, "I." He says, "That's the way." He says, "She's starting to loosen a bit. Oh, I can feel it, but not quite there." Uh, Dristin finding words within uh, Arundel's text, almost feeling a, a sense of deja vu as he flips through, knowing kind of the way a wizard would organize his text finding pages that have to do with this forge, with helping to get in and seeing kind of their bond and friendship within these pages, starts finding great words of power. It seems to almost glow off the page. And he reads, As Eren Durgeddon, Herath Lordach was done Urd Nar Kadrin Eren Machkronach. And the dwarf translator. Not the right mood. Yes, this is good. It's good. Now, yeah, I'm about. Um, and Drewston starts speaking these words and concentrating on it. And Drewston can start as he's as he's reading this, and he can feel the magic not of just the words that he's speaking, but he can he can feel the magic of the forge itself. He must be working in the forge, right? On yeah, I'm working, on, uh, I'm working. Well, no, on the anvil. I'm hammering on the anvil. Like they, Hammering the metal axe head on one of these enchanted anvils. Hmm. It, it has been. It was. It was. Uh, right. It was heated. And then heated. Okay. Exactly. And Drusen can feel the magic of the anvil wanting to come out. Like it wants to. It wants to be there. And as Drusen is speaking the words, he can feel it start to activate. And Drusen can see the shape of the axe head in his mind, but what he sees is the shape of the magic underlying it, the the, the veins of uh, of energy moving throughout uh, uh, throughout the head as Mott continues to strike it. He can see how they resist the strikes and can start to help him in whatever way you're about to explain. Uh, what happens is uh, his research leads him to these words repeated over and over and over. And as he reads them, um, he, he his voice echoes, but the voice that echoes off the walls is not his voice, but Arundel's voice, uh, as magic is timeless. The magic that Arundel cast here did not leave when Arundel did. It exists through all time here. So the words he's reading from this dictionary with the, uh, from this dictionary, from this historical document, uh, releases kind of the pent-up magic that was in this area. Um, and it awakens the purpose of the forge. And maybe even as he's words to him, he says, uh, Lord of uh, 
the forge suddenly flames brighter. And even in the shadows that are cast, the dancing shadows, we see a few extra shadows. One looking almost like another broad-shouldered dwarf at the forge, one a, a robed dwarf wizard chanting. For a moment, we see their shadows yeah. as time is kind of folding. And Mock says, oh, I'm beginning to see. He says, he says, I, more, continue with that path. I'll, I'll drive the, the, I'll drive the magic from the axe and we'll put it in the head shaver. Which is still gathering heat and kind of sitting there simmering at that, at that kind of like slightly liquid edge. Uh, it's kind of properly prepared and it begins to kind of like increase the rhythm and ring down. And so Mach is trying to do that. He's trying to maybe drive the magic down into the anvil and then, and then bring head shaver over to the anvil and try to to rekindle rekindle the magics from the axe in uh, the weapon of his own craft. This is a remarkably difficult thing that you are attempting to do, but the cards are all stacked in your favor. You are on the legendary you are in the legendary crafts room of Dergeddon himself using his uh, uh, his mages magic on to transfer the magic of a weapon of the, that was made in this very room. Tristan's just talking over and over again. Lord of Cargold, Lord of Cargold, Lord of Cargold, as the hammer blows ring down, making the heat burn ever hotter and hotter and hotter. And Mach just said the, 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 the chance of the of the dwarven crafter is kind of a low hum, keeping his rhythm. You need some skill checks oh here. It's going to be one for each of you. You are both aiding and aided by this uh, uh, by this magical place. You are getting getting to roll with advantage on both of these. Here's how this is going to work. You're attempting to transfer the powerful ancient enchantment from Dragon's axe into Head Shaver. It is current. The axe currently a plus two axe. Yeah. Um, each of your successes here is going to successfully transfer over one of the two. Uh, to put it in mechanical sense, uh, but, but in a narrative sense, obviously, you know, the <laughs> full power of the enchantment. Um, and so uh, it is each of you, one will need to roll an arcana check to uh, to harness this magic. Um, uh, is Jason trained in arcana? He is actually This has come not. up before. He's, uh, he's trained in history, but because he has... The book of Arundel would that count as a tool that he's proficient in? Proficient. Is he proficient with the book of Arundel? No, I would not call that. Okay. This is a, a brand new thing he's using that he's never never seen before. Well, he's got a plus three. He's, he's got advantage for uh, the advantage is is uh, mm-hmm. I'm taking that the book into account. Um, These guys are my. Um, I, I threw in the heat metal, but I don't know. Scrimcorn's assistance here, I don't think, will apply a mechanical effect. Um, yeah, the cricket. Oh, yeah, he will definitely. But since you're involved, I would allow the cricket to be... Give so... the cricket to Dresden. Although, is this a long-term right. skill effect? How does the cricket work for long-term minute, effects? Ten minutes? I, mean, I don't know. What do you mean long-term effects? Cricket, usually it's like a single action. Yeah. That's what this is. Okay. It's a single roll, yeah. It's a roll. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's, a, it's a skill check. Okay, okay I'm going to do the arcana. No, hang on, hang on. I want to define the okay. full mechanics here. Okay. We've run across this before where there is no craft skill and nothing that yeah. perfectly applies. Now, this is something that Mach 
is clearly extremely trained at and good with. So I want it, I want it to be represented that it is something that he is. Oh, you know what we've done before? We have called it a, um, uh, uh, a check, one of the ability checks with a proficiency bonus, um, which is, I think, the mechanical way to do it. Yeah. Um, he... But which check would this be? Is it more strength? Is it more dexterity? I mean, I mean Mock's strength is his strength. <laughs> he, is, yeah. he is very strong. If you're going to what 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 is best about his character sheet, um, if there's but if there's an appropriate skill for it, I, basically I think the way we can do it how, how you want. Yeah. Checks go typically as you pick in fifth edition. You pick a a thing. And you determine whether or not which status related to, and then they say, okay, is there skill on top of that that I can yeah. get a proficiency from? So for Mach, it would be his proficiency in smithing tools. Yeah. And so that's how he would get his proficiency bonus. Right. But how? But then you have to figure out what's the stat. Doing it. Right. Would yeah. Be and you've, you've described it, and I could see it being wisdom for his understanding of these things, certainly, but I can also see it being the strength, because he's been talked about doing this for hours. Uh, that could also be constitution, it's the ability to stick with this task for a long time. It can also be dexterity, which is understanding just how to hit the As metal. You said, this is a complex thing. Yeah. Or charisma, because he's, like, working the magic, too. I had to assemble the team. Intelligence, understanding all the different patterns and forces at work. Well, how about this? How about this? Um... I have inspiration. How about I spend that to be able to use something that suits my strengths? Yeah. Then use your strength uh, and spend your inspiration for it. Cool. That was good. Be able to apply. So should I use my strength bonus and like a proficiency bonus for yeah, my tools, yeah. or do I yeah. use just athletics, or what do I use? Um, I mean, strength bonus with a proficiency it's, bonus it's is the same as your athletics. Yeah. Oh, it's, right, stre- right. it's strength with proficiency. All right. Which does happen to be the same as that. Cool. Give me one moment yeah, here. What's the DC? Though. What is proficiency bail? bonus? It's plus three. Uh, it's, uh, uh, right now it's plus three for our level. Because you're proficient in like smithing tools, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's smithing tools and jewel crafting tools and mason okay. tools. Yeah. Oh, I just dropped the magnet. Um, I, I, think... lost, I lost magnet privileges. Because all the skills are is really just which areas do you get your proficiency yeah. bonus in? On top of your yeah. raw stat. Yeah. Give me one moment here. This is really cool for me. And so tools are essentially a way of adding in, like, here's instead of a crafting skill, or like a navigation skill, yeah. or whatever skill, or, or a cartography skill, or something like that. You can have all these different tools that you're proficient in. I do. I That's the way thieves tools work now. It's no longer like a lockpick skill. It's now, are you proficient in thieves tools? Yep. Make a dexterity check. Add in thieves tools. Your yeah. proficiency Those bonus tools. if you're proficient with thieves tools. Okay. Here is. Here is the deal. This is legendarily difficult, challenging Ooh. thing to do. What you need to get. What each of you need to get checking my numbers here then I have a quick question when you're done uh, what's your quick question before I'm done uh, if both of us fail is that the magic doesn't transfer or that the magic transfers but there's no bonus the thing will be destroyed what will be the, the, the axe, the axe the will be yeah. destroyed regardless Okay. Okay. That's gonna be a bummer. 
<laughs> you essentially destroyed a magical weapon. The question is, can you now transfer that enchantment? Yeah. That will be so the determination of how we are. What did that asshole Mark Zuckerberg say? Break things? You have the axe formerly known as Durgan. What is it called? Uh, okay, the artist formerly known as yeah. The DC for these rolls is eighteen. Okay. Uh, and you can roll in whichever order you want, or you can roll simultaneously and resolve. Oh, start with Arcana. Mm-hmm. Either way. And Lucky Cricket can only go to one person. Yep. Yeah, he's. I'll give him. He's getting. I can. only can talk to that. Cricket guy. hops up on my shoulder, and I am reminded <laughs> that in that pocket I have some fire snake charcoal. From the fire snakes. Are they made out of fire snake? I totally forget. I hope it is. Oh, do you have any importance? Just bu- no. Okay, yeah. No, I, I use it on. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Drop hammer drop. And he takes out the fire snake charcoal and throws it into the flames. Little fire snakes go up. <laughs> I don't want to fail, ma. One thing, but you're yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. I need a total. If you guys roll at the same time. That way here. No, no. <laughs> one at a time. Let's get. Let's get a couple. Let's get everyone the spotlight. Ooh. Uh, 10, 12. Oh no, I got a six. Uh, Fifteen. That's it. Okay. Description. Okay. One at a time. The the even failing in this case it should be pointed out that the, the being able to unlock this magic is a. a, a at all. So, and I, and I will say, yeah. mitigating, like, we have already achieved success in Mock's eyes. Like, so, like attempting so, to do something amazing is a goal to shoot for. Yeah, if you completely launch this, it, there's nothing Mock could do to do his half of it yeah. at all. Yeah. So, even of this role. So, what happens here, again, there's this, like, folding of history. We see these extra shadows. We hear the ringing. Even there's your hammer blows, but then there's these echoes of other hammer blows. We hear Arundel's voice echoing off, and as he's repeating over and over, uh, Lord Cargill, these these words that have appeared over and over and over, Lord Cargill, Lord Cargill, which in Dwarven means magic time, magic time, magic time. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that just sounds good. Amazing. Uh, there's a sudden just, and uh, he feels like this, the, the tug on the strings of magic here, and then there's just sudden as the forge goes from like uh, no the forge itself goes from like 8 to like 11 and the heat goes out and invades the angle invades the tools invades our bodies break out just pouring sweat beards singed a little bit and it's just not just heat but it's magical heat but the effect of this kind of knocks uh, Drewston back a bit and his uh, his concentration kind of wavers for a moment and there's these weird pockets of kind of um, warm but not hot air that Mock can feel that kind of throws off the forging process a little bit. So the forge Mach has awakened. Overcome with the energy. Looks deeply into this tool of Dargeddon, this tool of war that Dargeddon made with his own hands. And he has the wisdom to see that it's time to bear down and use his mighty smithing strength. He has the constitution to withstand the strong heat from the Awoken Forge. And he turns his grasp just so on the hammer so that his, his 
strikes will ring true, and he bears down with all of his might. I got it. So overall, I got a 23. Nice. And he just uses, you see the muscles flexing, just like the the the, the veins kind of awoken, just, just like coursing blood, and the and the dwarven chant just thrumming, kind of intermingling with this, this kind of like cascade of hammering sounds. And he's uh the you 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 truly see kind of like the the the, the power and the passion of Mach unleashed in this moment. For you've seen him fight many times. But he's a cold and calculating kind of uh, soldier and warrior. Um, you know, he'll be loud, but you don't... You who are all a passionate sort, right? Bearjaw, who truly loves the violence that she brings to the world. Scrimcorn, who seems to find ways to do only what he wants at almost all times. <laughs> it's a skill. The, the, the person who seeks ruins. Like you, but you have not seen to date anything that comes close to like a true exposure of Mach's passion. And in this moment... You see him, you see that come alive and just like the, the ecstasy and the just kind of complete envelopment in his task and just with, with sheer weight bearing down drives. You kind of even sense kind of like this, like the lowering of like, of like a force and you see the last, the last hammer blow split the ax in two. Once the magic is departed and just like careening off of the anvil, uh, you know, the, the, the shards of, of the ax head um, and like the splinters of wood and he walks over, kind of maintaining the chant, grabbing head shaver, now glowing uh, white hot with some tongs, and brings it over. And it's just one single kind of like loud, uh, loud syllable followed by a single crash of a hammer, and just it comes like surging back up through. And you just see kind of like uh, almost like a galvanization uh, of just like uh, again silver light as uh, as as you just kind of like the like the the lines of head shaver become go go from you know from something normal uh some a mundane item all of a sudden they just seem like even like uncomfortably perfect to the eye as every single line that mock had originally engineered becomes goes beyond beyond what the human capacity could have made um and then and then it becomes dim and his arms sag and his, and his strength begins to fade somewhat he picks it up and steadies it. And he says, Oh, not bad, that. And turns to regard Scrimcorn and uh, Andrusen. And he's, uh, sorry, Scrimcorn and Andrusen. And he says, That's well done, Lados. That's well done. And he, uh, he brings over the glaive head of Head Shaver and hands it to each of you. Tristan is covered in sweat. Uh, <laughs> like he awoke the forge, but he could not tame it. <laughs> oh, sorry, cousin. I lost my concentration there for a moment. Nay, nay, Drusten. Nay, we learned we learned a mighty thing and accomplished something worthy, worthy of uh, of uh, Dragenin's legacy here. I and I'll study these tomes of Arundel. The next time, we'll be better prepared. He says, "I like that talk." He presented the script. Scrim uh, shakes off uh, some of the remaining uh, fire ants. You can see his hand is covered in uh, bites. <laughs> it's bites from the uh, from the bugs. Maka regards that quizzically, like, hmm. and uh, yeah, just kind of just kind of shakes it off. Um, and uh, and 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 looks at it and kind of and kind of gives it gives it a, a little bit more of a um, 
regards it a little, little, little more, uh, gives it more of a fair shake, and kind of looks at it more closely. Um, and uh, and you can see he he there's there's some enjoyment there that he uh, not having been a, not being a craftsman, he sees that and he and he kind of he, he looks very satisfied. And he kind of with his usual like scowl sneer, like there's a, like a little bit of a okay, this is. Uh, this meets this meets my standards. Well, <laughs> oh, he, he says, "Not bad, not bad." And he he looks at Scrum's eye. He says, "Our our enemies will regret the day we did this." Mm. Yes, and he hands it back. Yeah, and uh, lastly, he goes over and kind of like just picks up a small piece of the axe head, and like is able to look at kind of the inner lines of the axe, right? You know, before you're able to just look at it from the, the cross side. Section. Looks at the, very thank you, the cross section, suddenly the lines, it kind of like, even like puts in his teeth and like looks at it and, it, and he says, well, I'll be damned. He wasn't lying. He throws a piece away, he says, it's average stuff. And he says, uh, he says, uh, they're getting himself Said his work was journey level. And I, it's a very serviceable weapon, but uh, nothing special on the metal underneath. Hmm. It was really in the magic. And he says the dress, and he says, uh, if you and I can work together some more, the aid of some others, perhaps we can make something truly special if we give it the effort. Durgan did give all credit to Ringo. He says, uh, appears to have not been misplaced. In Mithril Hall, we can tell the other dwarves about this, and once they reclaim it, we'll come back, cousin, and we'll work that forge some more. And he says, uh, he says, oi, though at times, a crafter is jealous of his secrets. <laughs> <laughs> and he chuckles to himself, having rediscovered something that was lost. But now maybe laying a little bit of personal claim to that. Hmm. hmm. Dwarven pride. Ah. Hmm. Uh, and the re quickly rehafts the, uh, the the uh, the glaive. Uh, casts away the, uh, the 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 dross and gives the Ford one last look and says, "Now I'm ready to go." There was talk of a wizard, but I think that may have just been lies. Colton, I'll admit. <laughs> What? Who was talking about wizards? Succubus, other room. Succubus. It takes a lot for me not to go open those other doors, but I I won't. I won't. I would like to get some miles between us and the assassins, and I'm sure there's wealth to be found and uh, beasts to be slain, (laughs) but uh, I, I, I would prefer not to fight those assassins if we have the choice. Don't worry, once you're too far away to turn back, I'll tell you the things that you missed. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do. You tried to beat that out of you again, man. You're just... We're going to play two words and come and reclaim. Okay, that's leaving. Bye. Uh, Let's go back. Uh, uh, this is the last, last one. one? Yeah. So oh, well. Whoever oh, hey, is most I'm enthusiastic. I've had three. Uh, I'm going to have another one of the, the Halloween beers. So. Oh, gotcha. I don't have one. Virgil yeah. sidles up to um, Maka after he's, he's done all this... Weapon crafting voodoo that he's been up to. (laughs) She doesn't know what's going on. She says, You know, if you ever want to test that weapon out before putting it into battle, (laughs) she turns her her hammer at you like, You uh, know who to call. He says, uh, (laughs) Easy home, Berger. 
I just made it. I'm gonna smash it against Morden's own hammer himself. Are you going to like, <laughs> spoon it first? Uh, he says, uh, he says, Berja, I simply know what will break another thing, and that <laughs> hammer will break this glaive. He says, uh, be- be- better off stick with the arm wrestling, right? Uh, so you say you will arm wrestle me then? He says, I will take your word for it. He says, oi, oi. He says, uh, I, I'll, I'll owe you one for that, but give the, give the glaive a, t- a moment to breathe. <laughs> I just said when. Uh, I old... said only that it was available. There's some old buckets in here used for <laughs> forge and all that. And Drewson has scooped some buckets of water and put it <laughs> right next to the hot forge. And as the water warms up, he's going to do so a little sweet. sponge bathing. Uh, and he says, uh, Colton's friends, uh, could we have an hour before we go to catch our breaths, get Very back nice. some spell slots? Time and, to uh, how long the, the, forging, the forging probably took some real time. <sighs> it's about hours? call it two yeah. p.m. Jason wants a short rest. Okay. Yeah, so you hear that? Um, I thought that would be good for me. Well, keep, keep it in care. That was fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, he says uh, we could use a breather before we hit the okay, road. Maybe up for an hour's rest just to collect ourselves before we go out into the cold. The cold does not bother. As long as we leave after, <laughs> I would. I prefer to get while the sun's still shining. And it's not so blasted cold uh, some miles away from this place and towards where we're headed. And on that note... Bruce Calisthenics. What are we doing with Albeck? What do Is you he mean? coming with us? Or are we just leaving him behind? Or are we offing him? Or Closing what shall we do now. there? Albeck wanders back in yeah. as you ask this. And he says, yeah, I can hear you guys talk really loud. I'm going to say this in common so everyone can hear it. Oh, that's right. You, you say Albeck has... Uh, Show more trustworthiness than others I've traveled with before. Have you had their and life in your hands? I mean, so, Ted. I'm talking about Ted. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I think he's... <laughs> we, we first approached him as an enemy, uh, and his brothers have fled or been slain. Um, been slain I think you should get to Albeck what he wants. That's my vote anyways. What do you want, Albeck? Simply uh, run off and never be heard of again? That's what uh, you've been talking about. Uh, I, 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 I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's on the table. I, it's, I, I, it could be that. What, what, what are my options? What do you want? Uh, just, What's your best case? If stabbing us is one of them, you'll have well, to Well, I, I mean, I, I got to admit, o- o- over the course of the last three days, the two nineteen, but over the ca- course of the last three days, many times it felt like the best case scenario is that you try to slit my throat, but you don't complete the job all the way, and then you leave me bleeding on the floor, and I barely cling on to life, and if that's what uh, he wants, you know, and I'm crippled for the rest of my to. life, but at least I survived. That really seemed like the best case, but it sounds like maybe. That we're talking, you know, grander, uh, happier uh, pastures. It's mostly you, so to speak, but not the kind of pasture that you put, you know, dogs like when you find one like this one. Uh, you know, if you will stay here, you'll be the master orc here. I mean, you'll be the only orc here with yeah. uh, dwarven assassins, and then uh, 
Later, dwarven, more dwarves who will probably kill reclaimers you. Reclaimers coming. He says, oh, yeah, let's be clear that staying in this place is far on the list of worst case because those people that are coming will you, kill you me. You could go to try to find your other brethren who went off following your ogre leaders. I would hope that I've talked about them enough to indicate that I don't really have much loyalty or interest in staying with them. I your mean, actions. he did. He was on the other side of a rebellion from the ones who left and the rest of the rebellion uh, did, if I recall the story correctly. Well, Clothin, well, you, you, you killed them, yes. <laughs> right, there. but the ones who are left bore you no gentle feelings. Oh, uh, it wasn't really a rebellion per se as much as uh, you chose not to leave with the rest of the tribe, but, you know, that's just kind of an orkly thing to do, uh, you know. They would probably see it as, uh, you know, it depends on who, when we meet up again, who's fatter, really. And then that were, they were the smarter ones. It's usually how orcs okay. settle disputes. Okay. Drusen so. turns towards a uh, uh, bear and says, Oh, cousin bear? Oh, if you're saying that him staying here is not an option, and him going to find his other brethren is not an option. What? And I'm not I feel like those it would things be, aren't options. Uh, I feel like killing him at this point would be... Not quite what Moradin would want. What well, I don't know about that. Moradin pretty is clear on his feelings of against orcs. <laughs> if I may. I just don't... If I may. You may, Bearjaw. Thank you. It does not matter what you do. You, if given the agency to do what you want, choose something stupid. It is not our decision to do that. It is your decision to do that. It seems as if we are interested in giving you all the opportunities you desire. It is not our decision to make on your behalf. It sounds like you talking about the very nature of free will, which many orc shaman theorize that free will is actually just an illusion. Mm -hmm. says, I done? think maybe that's not what you were talking about. Shy away from that. So, that line of thinking. So in this, in this particular moment, if I am correct, it is only a matter of do we kill you or do we let you decide what you want to do for yourself? Among those two options, which would you like? I would prefer the one in which you do not kill me. Okay. Does anybody want to kill Obek? Oh, come on. Look at the guy. Look at those big puppy eyes. <laughs> no. I kind of want to kill Obek. He tries to put One big... person wants to kill Obek. Anyone else oh, feel like killing Obek right now? I keep going there. back and forth on it, frankly. You he tries to make a big... That's not a strong <laughs> yes. Mark says, I, it's, it's, uh, sure, it comes down to killing him or not killing him, but the why to kill him is where I'm hung up. And it just seems like he is all the risks that he's posed himself endlessly. Okay. I, I don't, I, so you have the mind to kill him? No, I see reason to kill him. I see reasons to kill most people I meet, but I don't kill them. So do you want to kill him or not? I mean, this is what I'm deciding. For real, I wish. I well, wish... we kind of have to decide now. I wish Albuquerque was dead, but I don't want to kill him. I mean, I think there's a distinction. So you could well, maybe thank you, oil. You we could maybe bury him all. in the snow. That's heavy. And let Please him die. Don't, don't huh. <laughs> I mean, cousin, if we went around slaying everyone who Morad and claimed was an enemy, you would have struck Oilvein when you first saw him. He's half drow. Probably me, just because I'm related to him. That's true. And but the assassin that and was you literally hired to kill, to kill me, us. Well, he's half drow. That's why I didn't. Yeah, I'm a half part. Yeah. Half human. Morden doesn't have much trouble with humans. Quite 
Often the gods of humans and Morden are quite allied. What is Morden's opinion of killing someone who is literally begging for their life? Uh, no opinion? This is very okay the circumstances thing to do. are not always what makes the decision. And here are these circumstances here. I think... I personally do not care. We have more reason to trust him than a lot of the people we're going to meet as soon as... As word as where this gets out, I'm gonna be very skeptical of any dwarves that wanna help us because we don't know who's in Amberhelm's pocket. And right now, we know Abek isn't. So as crazy as it sounds, I don't mind him tagging along. I wouldn't have him tie the rope at the top of the mountain that we scaled down That's on account of his all thumbs nature. Are you but, suggesting uh, that I could come with you? I, that would be my best case. Let's go back to the best case question. I would like to just keep traveling push, with you. Don't push her. I don't see really any other situation here because I know all these things about your family and the secrets and the <laughs> country car and best the crafting. Not, best not to I introduce think, that back into the quite country. Quite frankly, got no loose. As, as much assassins will catch up. As I hate know. the idea of him traveling with us. I know if we let him go, he's just going to go back to being an orc and he's going to be... You know, oh, either he dies or he lives, and then he's gonna do what? Go and, you know, savage more people traveling in these mountains. Would hey. you savage more people? Hey, I've always been an orc this whole time. Hashtag not all orcs. <laughs> right, and yeah. in your band, you had that the poor man <laughs> trapped in your kitchen to be eaten, I suppose, eventually. Uh, and the other one who had died. My tried. Okay, we've been over this many times. It's fine. It's fine. I understand. Please don't kill uh, <laughs> I just am trying to say that I disagree with the methods of my brethren. You've got a scalp on your belt. Uh, well, yes, it can come in handy. Wiping sweat off one's brow. <laughs> with a brow. Good thinking. It's a, it's a, it's, she gets it. You know, most people don't get the joke, so I appreciate that Well, that joke. was a joke. But I'll bet. <laughs> You've been with us the last three days. You've survived more than other friends of ours have. Oh, <laughs> Erky. Erky. Um, Don't talk about Erky. I've been around you guys long enough to hear you guys tell the story of Erky Timbers three times. Uh, he was a legend. I've got to warn you, though. Traveling out there, you'll be seen by an enemy, an enemy by many people. An orc is commonly seen as an enemy. Aye, Drusen. There's a risk of simply having him with us. We take him to Miravar, we take him to Mitra Hall. Oh, we couldn't walk the man. road with him without drawing the attention of uh, common folk. And then, what do we gain by it? He says, uh, Obek for, for all of his... Uh, Obek is looking around frantically. Uh, uh, for all of, all of his non-threatening behavior, provides very little to solving these great problems in all of our lives. Think about that pile of stuff. Money. Secrets. Prophecies. Fucking hell. Ah, I'm sorry to talk like oil vein. Abek is tying like a piece of uh, uh, fabric, loose fabric from the ground around him and sort of like pulled over his head. He's like, look, see, mysterious dark cloak. <laughs> Bob just says, I mean, could use some work. Scrim steps forward and interrupts yeah, please, a little bit please, and please. says, there are already two of us in this little band that are not welcomed by most common folk. So it is. It might be comforting okay. to have a little company on our side. 
that uh, doesn't get welcomed into every day, every establishment. Well, I don't like making this a race war. Mox says, and he says it very frankly, like, Bear was right. It's not the same thing. He says, he says, your kind, half human, half elf, half drow even, versus full-blooded orc. He says, and he's being very canny, he says, like, tell me you don't understand the difference. I think there are some towns I get chased out of faster than Avic would. He says, how many, what percent, like, one in ten, one in a hundred, scream, like, you've, you've lived. He's a full-blooded orc. No city. No, no settlement with a, with a guard, with, with, uh, with, with an organized, with an organized structure of laws. It, it carte blanche. Uh, and he says, and and then there's a, his ability to take care of himself versus y'all. Mm. He so says, well, wipe my memories. You're a wizard. Can you can you make me forget everything? I'll and just I'll think, just I'll go and wander the snow. I just think we have to do better than that. Uh, Why? Or better? It's our job. We're we're it out is? here adventuring, seeing the world. Adventuring, uh, not collecting. Always think little of those who are outsiders. But we've got to know about the last three years. He's held a, a, a bleed by our sides. Three days. Uh, three it days. Like three <laughs> years. Well, like three years. Three days. He's held a bleed by our sides. He's been uh, more trustworthy than uh, than uh, the shadowy assassins who have come out of the shadows just to get in some work. <clears throat> Ducks. Um, I'm calling you up by name. Uh, he says. Uh, <laughs> nice. Don't mind. Closings. We are. Uh, uh, an orc seen traveling with dwarves is no ordinary uh, orc. We have a chance to give this orc a better life than he had before. A better life. <laughs> I, Listen, I care nothing for that. But I do, cousin. I am an outsider. I've lost my family, just like Obek has. And maybe in different means, but... I care about it, and I'll see you kill this man who has shown more trustworthy behavior than me own ma and pa. Well then, you've got my vote for not killing him, but I'll not see him travel with us. He says, you, he says, young Drusen, you've been so concerned about burdening us with your presence. You don't seem to get us. You're not a burden. The things you can do and the reasons why we stand by you are, are enough to fill pages. But there is no reason for me to travel with him, and your insistence won't change that at all. Well, Mock, if you look at it this way, if he travels with us, if we change our mind about killing him, we can we just always kill him. Yes, that is no. a good point. You think he's going to change his mind? I mean... I'll honor me cousin by not slaying this orc. I mean, a lot of crazy Circumstance happens. might he's, kill him. He's definitely not going to change his mind. He got outcasted by his family, and his solution was to dig deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, my only suggestion of traveling with you was because I assumed you would not want me to not travel with you, but if you don't want me to, I, I can go find my own way. He can find I, his own way. I don't like the idea of him wandering off because right now, us going to deep in NASCAR eventually is the only thing that we know that, uh, that Amber Helm doesn't. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. Can't we give a blood of a, a, a vial of his blood to the Adventurers Guild? Oh, there you go. <laughs> not a terrible. No, idea. Not a, ah! <laughs> yeah, it's not a terrible idea. If he were to sign up with the Adventurers Guild, he'd be more accepted than otherwise. 
Oh, you know, he could join a caravan going through the mountains. Hmm. He'll come up with our old friend Nisala. Or the old I friend don't know any caravan welcomely accept an orc. You don't know? Yeah, there's some kind of... Yeah. He says, but, but, but more likely an adventurer's guild than any city or town, Baird. Aye, maybe. But we get him to Mirabar? Naisala seemed... It was almost as if she didn't need to say to not join the Adventurer's Guild. She was wheeling and dealing to get her blood back. If the Adventurer's Guild has any desire to make money and has any ways of getting information out of its members, I think... I, I like the idea of it's only making a problem go them. away. It's only if but the only the only person we've talked to that knows the Adventurers Guild did not review it well. Okay, so sounds like only options now are kill him now or keep him with us. He looks back at Michael back dress and he says, well, "What about Falderk? He's always wandering this world looking for miscreants of one sort or another to keep him company." And I've got a mind that that's where you get a long streak of it too, Drustin. It's true. Uh, Valdir was with me when I discovered that second tomb. Uh, in fact, he's the one who introduced me to Sverni back Aye. in September. That treacherous gnome, another one of his of his comrades in arms of less less reputable bloodline. Uh, I'm... I didn't know what happened to Uncle Feldrick. I've lost contact with him since my exile. Oh, cousins, have you heard of him in the last 15 years? I came by Citadel Adbar some summers back, but he says it, it's been some years, but perhaps he left a, a trail of breadcrumbs well, during that visit. I could just ask him to meet us in Mithril Hall. Aye. Yeah, with you. And then... And then it's on you to convince him to take on uh, a new uh, a new shop boy here, as it were. <laughs> I'd accept that challenge, or, cousin. Or we offer him to the judgment of Mithril Hall. I'd accept that either challenge. I think either way he's coming with us for the short term. I don't know what's going to happen if we get back to civilization, but I don't like the idea of leaving him here to be caught by the assassins and maybe tortured and have information drawn out of him. Mm. Uh, I don't feel confident that he's capable of escaping their notice. Okay. So, I think for the short term at least, I think he comes with us. Because I don't quite feel right about offing him. So I'm going to kick back the question down the road a bit. Here's your lucky day, Albert. <laughs> Again. That's my Again. vote, anyway. Unless someone else feels strongly. I live to survive another night, it seems. The conclusion is, we'll you'll live for another day. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You asked earlier what the best case scenario was, and this is better than the one I had imagined before. So it's, it's skies are looking uh, 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 blue, and you know I'm just—I I think you don't like it when I talk—is the look I'm yes. getting from all of you right now. So I will try to not talk while Maybe. we travel together. <laughs> Just try, to be, just try to choose your words, Ben. You don't need to say all of them. <laughs> have a budget each Make day. Make it 50%. A, have a budget. Pick ten words each day. Five words each day. Oh, that would be lovely. Five words. Like, you gotta be good. 
Like, Say no more. I can do that. I think I already went over. It's hard now to you are talk. At the deficit, and count so you must be silent at the for same many time. Days. Do you all count your words as you speak? I count your words. <laughs> I see. I see. You're at eight I see. You're having a laugh at me. Okay. If it's important, you can say it. Just or spell it out. I will take. Don't that tell me that it's honey again heart. today. <laughs> what? No, it's been acid. <laughs> ah! That's worse. Tomorrow. I mean, and tomorrow. That's I, get, I got it tomorrow. I'm like ale tomorrow. We're gonna, we're gonna save up the acid. And mark my words. <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day, it'll pay off. Spectacularly. Yeah. Of have like bubbles of acid off? over his whole body. <laughs> or the oil. I think either one is gonna pay off. Craig what about the... honey dividends? They pay off. Either no more pay... honey, Verja. You've eaten honey. You've been guzzling honey for the last day. You always end up with your, your large hands on that jug of water. Can rouse me, sir. <laughs> because of the ale that happened last night. It's a vicious cycle of no more ale because of too much ale. <laughs> you guys have been uh, chit-chatting and uh, mostly resting for the last uh, about an hour now. Yeah, at the end of the hour, Jason's going to cast Find Familiar Fungus out as a bat. But you can cast it again to change her form. Uh, and so he takes out that Butterfly. mossy rock with a bunch of holes in it and uh, lights some incense within it. Mm. Got three more, not two more. Um, and she flutters down as a bat through the smoke, flutters down through the bat as, uh, as a bat, flutters down as a bat, and then as she passes through the smoke, a hawk comes out the other side. <laughs> As Peregrine Falcon will say. Yes. Hit the wall, because there's no dark vision. Ten more go. Maybe we should have done that outside. Uh, hey, Justin, can you make Unger turn into something that makes milk? Oh, I thought about that. Me? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess he can't. Just keep giving it a Um But he doesn't know that. Completely <laughs> short rest. <laughs> yes. Short Completely rest. short rest. And, oh yeah, you, you, you can join a dog. Dog's happy. Goodberry's good. <laughs> Goodberry gives a nourishment for the day. That's a good boy. It's magic nourishment. Mm. Feed it to a baby, it works like formula. I just got to figure out how to <laughs> trick them into eating a sour berry. Sour berry. Sour rock. Permanently like a face. Yes. Mm-hmm. Summon it as a, a dog. <laughs> so then, well, off, to off. off to Metherill Hall? Yeah. I'm ready. Uh, Snoot. Jason is going to. Down the waterfall, through the Black Lake, now even less acrid in the air than it uh, was before. Uh, dissipating fairly quickly and uh, through your tunnel that you cut perhaps a moment of anxiety as you cross that threshold but no bright white light flashes (laughs) no slamming force into the ground and no strange Australian oil vein we should uh, cover our tracks don't necessarily need to fill the whole tunnel but let's uh, you know put the wall back maybe from the inside or something by painting it? Sure. Thank you. Perhaps like capping both ends, like so it looks like there's a wall. Yeah. And then it like, looks like there's a wall on the outside sure. too, but it's just all hollow <laughs> tasting of the savings in the middle. 
Pretty similar to some of an unseen servant to do. Fill it with nugget. You just don't do it yourself, huh? No, because he's in the nugget. How quick? How long does it take Ooh. to summon the unseen servant? Oh, that sure is ten minutes. But I'm just asking. I'm, I'm not. He's not judging. He's not. I'm just wondering. It is ten minutes. But well, the unseen servant will paint two, which is ten minutes each. So yeah, you still yeah. save ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So he's going to summon an unseen servant to do this. Uh, it takes out the shard of the elf. The <laughs> shard of the elf sarcophagus. It says, uh, Worship of Hishardalum, I call upon you. Here, my bitch. Then he kind of dissolves. That poor cultist. Uh, and he gives him the paintbrush to to paint two doors while he's doing this. And if, uh, Scrim, if you could, I don't know, disguise our tracks down in there in the dragon lair so they're not, you know, like, suddenly going to a spot in the wall and then disappear. If you think you can pull that off. Yeah. Can we make the dragon look like it died of old age? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beardell reads carved in it. Beardell. Yeah, yeah. when young dragons <laughs> die of old age, their skulls cave in. Yeah. Well done. She carved Beardell with here in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, more or less. And Margaret Garzley's like, he carved it. that bland. In dwarven. It's in dwarvish, too. It's the only thing she knows. She literally didn't know how to write it. Mox says, well, we might as well finish her off then. And he just puts, fuck you, Mudbeard. Fuck you, Mudbeard. Craig, we're, I guess we're, are we outside the tunnel now or in the tunnel? Yeah, and you sealed it up using up. Well, while that's been happening. Okay. Drew kind of takes a few steps away from the others. Um, and he focuses Anga now in all her forms, has a little, the little dragon bone vertebrae, basically either like around her leg as, uh, like the hawk or the falcon, mm-hmm. and it can be used now to communicate across vast distances. And he's going to send a message, because he got a casting of sending back from Ooh. that short oh, rest. Short rest, yes. To Uncle Falcon. Wait, you get sending back? I get, a, a spell slots up to... A combined level of three on so one can... short rest once per day. So one short rest once yeah. per day. He's in the short rest club. Short rest club. I love how different all of the spellcasting like classes are. Yeah. A lot of different Hashtag ways. Short rest club. But a lot of the shared spell pool. Make a weapon, use a weapon. But very different flexibility. Yeah, so cool. 25 cool. words or less, and then he gets to say 25 words or less back. And even if he's on another plane, Ooh, there's a 5% chance the message doesn't arrive. Interesting. Does that mean it's only 5%? After... Uh, he says, Uncle, I'm going to just say it in my voice right now because I am counting words like Abek will from now on. Uncle <laughs> Felder. Abek said it was hard. He knows yeah. his name. Uh, this is Drewston. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Uh, five down. I'm fine. You have five I'm times better. that. Make sure you use nay and nary. Uh, <laughs> many, many secrets of Adric discovered. Yes. Meet us in Mithril Hall. Oh, wait, that's just 15. You guys about to say. Uh, uh, I love like, you. Like orcs, question mark? Yeah. Mithril Hall. Bringing friend. Yeah. Uh, I'm with Baron and Mock. Fucking tell no one. Uh, Fucking tell no one. Keep <laughs> it Snitches secret. get stitches. How are you? <laughs> if he says, how are... He <laughs> <laughs> got too excited. Uh, does Uncle Feldrick send a message back? 
Uh, da, da, da. You have a collect call. Da, da, da. <laughs> da, da, da. Work is over. Yeah. Mm. Seventeen words back. <laughs> well, I decided that sixteen and seventeen was the five percent. Yes. 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 Um, you rolled that number to see what you randomized the, the failed numbers and rolled that again. It's like craps, right? Oh, no, we just crapped out. Holy shit, Drewston, you're alive. Good to hear from you. This is how all the messages sound, too. How many words do I get? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, it's been a while since I did this last. Uh, cookie, cookie, cookie. Cookie, cookie. <laughs> I'd love to. Blank. No, is there any put that down? <laughs> Hey Bob, it's Justin on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the phone. Mithril <laughs> Hall will take uh, Was that six months. Is that okay? I'll tell him tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and then, while uh, still set painting, uh, he telepathically tells Unga he ties the letter to Uncle Adric onto her leg and tells her to deliver this yeah. to Adric that uh, uh, that uh, Rika is headed there and they he had communicated with Rika already about where she is in order to get an idea and to follow Rika to Uncle Adric's Uncle Adric sorry Grandpappy Adric's and deliver this message he says uh Follow Rika to lead you to Adric. Deliver this message for me. How secretively Anga? do you do yep. that? So he has stepped off to the side doing this magic, and he communicates this telepathically to her. He is purposely like giving her the message with his back yeah, turned. Nobody to the is others. unfamiliar with sending a message via bird. Yeah, but then Anga flies up into the sky. Yeah. Wheeling around. So you're saying you discreetly... I discreetly do it. it telepathically telling her, trying not to show the others. But I just can't imagine there's a guy. chance um, at any of you noticing. Because he's messing with all of his papers yeah. and books and stuff Very all no the time. Yeah, I mean, if he's, any, sending it, if he's trying to conceal that he's sending a message, then he could definitely do that. Yeah, if he's doing it boldly, then... No. Hey, yeah. who you I just wanted to clarify, yeah. you know... Uh, uh, it, yeah, it's all critiquing the unseen servant. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you I guys mean, are like uh, also more stones. More so, stones. Dress is an extremely trusted member of the party. Yeah, Everyone can find quiet yeah. time. I just didn't know if he was doing this openly, and oh. then there's like, hey, who are you sending a message to? Which is super logical. Or if it's off to the side, that's just, all I was. Just to understand right. what actually what happened. Um, to clarify, um, yeah, this is all the bird a, thing. a written message. So I he wrote a letter. Do you not remember the letter that he wrote? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought that was sent telepathically. No, no, that was never uh, sent. It was, was written on sent. a piece of oh. paper. I've been waiting to. He lit his lantern in his tent and he wrote up. I thought that was thing. a sending. Thing. Sending okay. can only be twenty-five words. I see. Oh. Yeah. So how did you send it? With Anga. Bird style. Oh, just physically, she's going to be. Yeah, she's going to go for a while. She's going to follow Rika. Also, not having straight there. Letter. Who is the letter to again? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you may be Adric. Rika. You probably yeah. will. Yeah. Well, well, you Harry Falcon is the fastest animal on the planet. All right. But it doesn't know where to go. That's the problem. Oh. It's following Rika. Yep. She's... 
She'll probably get there. Quite a long ways away. She's only been gone for three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm covering up tracks. As the falcon. You're falls. covering the tracks coming out of the mountain. Everyone else, what is your plan coming up next? A couple things have been spoken out, out of game yeah. about the next courses of action. I know the dwarves are going to Mithra Hall. Mm-hmm. I want to participate. Baron says nothing about Nesala and whatever oaths we're promising about getting her blood back. <laughs> Doesn't bring it up. So if someone else wants to bring that up, sure. That's yeah, true. Not We've discussed it at length, but I, only on Slack. I want to participate in this discussion. I want to wrap up this role. About the, yeah, the, the yeah. Let's, oh, let's, oh, let's you're time co- it. covering like, the tracks. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I've recorded the roles I've done on covering tracks yep. within this place. So he's uh, covering up the tracks inside the dragon lair. Um, so we've clearly been around there. He just wants to get rid of the ones that go into a stone wall. Yep, you, we got gotcha. you. Um, and the way we did it before, I think, was using deception, which I'm, which I am terrible at, but getting my Mock will uh, better survive. Mock will assist you using some stoneworking to like actually like, the, whatever was painted by the unseen servants. He's gonna help like dis, like 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 naturalize the face that was painted. So he's gonna Excellent. give you some yeah. assist. Although you can't do that on the. The inside one. Not on the inside. Not but you can inside. do it on the outside one. Yeah, go ahead. Um, take, uh, take the aid. Yeah, yeah. So you're taking the aid. Um, oh, and we have a new way of doing aid, remember? Yes. Yes, you roll it. You yes. each roll. It's advantage. Yeah. I like fun. it so much better. But you each contribute um, one die. So, uh, so, so obvious once we thought. I believe the way we've done it before is that it is a deception check, but I'm basically proficient in survival and tracking. And so I'm using a proficiency, but I have, but using the charisma deception. Was that how we did it before? Uh, I, I, that sounds about right. Or is that not helpful? A charisma doesn't survival check. more than two. A, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A but you can narratively help. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm clutching my cockroach. And so this is with your your added oh, bonus. Um, just just so say the, say the natural roll so he knows. Natural which thirteen. Take. Okay, so I'll take the thirteen. This was an eleven. So thirteen plus three is sixteen. Um, plus three proficiency is nineteen. And I'll record that. Not an excellent roll. So where we're we going next? Someone said I like that way of doing the eight advantage. Both roll on highest wins, right? Yes. That is the case. It, it's the exact same roll with advantage rules that aid does, but we just thought of, wait, why don't we have each person that's contributing roll one of yeah. the dice? It's just yeah. more physically fun. Do also we want to do a round <laughs> table of <laughs> moment what your character is suggesting we do next? So we well, can get all the opinions. Yeah, do that. Uh, right, sure. I don't think there's much of a like round table discussion here. You yeah. guys already laid out the plans to go to Mithra Hall. Is anyone yeah. offering okay. a dissenting opinion? There has not been in the past, so now's your chance. Um, <clears throat> we can just go in character, yeah? Dax is yes. heading off in his own direction, right? I don't know Dax is not planning doing. on going to Mithra Hall, that's yeah. what he said. Mox says, he says, okay. the first thing will be to outpace these assassins, but then on to Mithra Hall, aye? Aye. Um, aye. <clears throat> uh, and yeah. then from there to Deva Mascar, supposedly, but, you know, maybe we can get the ball rolling on this Adric thing with a few trusted allies while we're... On the road for months. Well, it's going to take forever to get to Diva Mascar. How long are we going to be in uh, Mithril Hall? I don't know. What's the plan? Day or two. Is there anything that would indicate we should stay there for six, six months or something? Inside, that's, that's a long pace. I was hoping oh, yeah, we could help me contact uh, uh, Dane Frostbeard and Adbar oh. to, to, to meet us there. Tomorrow I can. I just sent my last message to Uncle Feldrick. I can send a few today. Well... Yeah. Two. Let's be me double check that. Felder says uh, he he. Dwarven is complicated. Uh, can I meet us in the hall for another six months? But well, we can either stay there or leave a message for him. 
He says, uh, oi, well, Adbar is about as far as we are from Mithrahal, so perhaps Dana arrives in time to speak with him in person, but we mayhaps uh, make preparations for leaving messages to those other trusted, trusted confidants. <clears throat> Who do you want to meet us? You've got your Dane fellow. I could have my my kids and maybe my da and my ma. I don't know. Da's worth trusting, but I don't know about ma. It's uh, a lot is going to hinge on what they can do to protect these secrets and bear the risk if they are discovered as knowing as well. Well, as Da's well. head of the temple. I mean, not he's not a lot much can do about him. Uh, Ma, well, she's politics. Don't know about. She's got her fingers in lots of pies. Don't know much what she's up to. Eating pies, it sounds like. <laughs> we, we, um, <clears throat> first off, for me, uh, this is this has been swell. But uh, uh, as soon as, as soon as I get any any hint that uh, <clears throat> that Bearjaw is indeed happy and safe, do you seem happy and safe? As safe as any Goliath is normally, being well, that they are a Goliath. I'll keep. I'll make sure I keep that the case. Uh, a snow owl lands on Bearjaw's shoulder. Ah! <laughs> 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 Scrimcorn says, "What did it say? It you turns, said you can." And not at will. Uh, well, technically geez. at will, it but turns it's, it's more head complicated. To you. Okay. Hello. To, to Bearjaw. Hello. You know, like just its head because it's an owl. Yeah. Yeah. Not its eyes. The eyes don't That is owl. new. I have not had a, an animal land on me. And it opens its mouth and a slimy toad jumps. Uh. <laughs> she takes her hand and just slowly shoves both animals off. And then the owl goes, hoo hoo, and flies away like, like all crooked, like it's hurt. <laughs> don't land on me next time, stupid animal. Scream says, well. I think this is f- for you. Oh, he, t- he, he does take the toad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> toad again. He lets out a brah. And he puts it into one of his slimmier looking pouches. <laughs> it's, he says, it's cold out here. It'll die instantly. I'll put it in the snow. Well, I, what's it doing here? <clears throat> I, I don't know that, that I've seen an owl butter pup a toad before. <laughs> that definitely seems not of this terrain. Uh, the owl does. No, toads I, would be hibernating this time of year. They they do hibernate, right? Toads hibernate? They, they call a freeze well, for a while. They don't live in the... They don't there live are in no the arctic the toads. But, but in either case... I do not like frogs. I think no I'll, offense. Uh, I think I need to check in with, uh, check in with the witches and see, see what's next for me. And that'll certainly inform, and that'll certainly inform which direction I need to get going. I'd love to support this as much as I can, these uh, Amberhelm adventures, but... Uh, I completely understand you have your god you serve, and that takes precedent. Uh, so, I'd love to find some kind of lateral movement that can help us both, but if I need to go the opposite direction... Well, I'll find out. I'll find out. Don't make me but. choose, brother. <laughs> That's what I, I need. have a dog to take care I of now. You are basically you're, a parent. You're a parent. 
The dog is oh. shivering. It's got to put it in the snow. Yeah, he's like, or it's got like a big, it's super warm oh, inside oh, the room. I see. He's it's inside like, the robe. Yeah, I didn't hear that. He's okay. his brother. <laughs> he's not be, shivering. Be better than Ted. Uh, obviously. <laughs> That's not difficult to find. That's a low bar. Sleep with the dog's mom. Um, and he says, but uh, in either case, just in general, we've been in the relative safety in Kundrakar. I know that sounds crazy with assassins and dragons and succubi, but we haven't been having to look over our shoulders. And we originally made that deal with Nesala just to just as a, a gentle reminder. Oh yeah. Because we were having to look over our shoulders and use fake names every time we went into <laughs> any point in civilization. So, hey, her life's her life, but I think we might we might be running in the Adventurers Guild a lot if we're trying to cross a large part of the world. Mark says that girl is on her own path and she said she'd find us. And he says, how she, how she will manage to do that is beyond me, given what transpired. But she left us only a few days ago in Blassingdale with all the confidence in the world that she'd be off to find whatever information that would help us. So uh, she seems like the competent type and has taken the risks upon herself. He says, that being said, you're not wrong and perhaps there's a, mayhaps an opportunity to strike down a, a future problem will present itself. And as for you, uh, for my own part, no question about you betraying our trust if you have to head off somewhere else. Seems like you pretty much enjoy not telling someone's secret just for the fun of not telling what they want to know. I, I have my hobbies. But maybe I do, maybe I do. That don't. being said, <laughs> if it's as if the uh, if the secrets are as large as they are, he says perhaps you'd find survival easier amongst our company more. And uh, think on that as you pick your safest path to you, accomplishing mm. your own goals. Mm. Well, often his goals aren't his. I mean, he serves others. He says, uh, he says, I perhaps they set the tack, but he controls the rudder. I say, for now, <clears throat> I like that. It's like second it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> for now, <clears throat> independent of what anyone's priorities are, Everyone here is hunted by the assassins. I think we should just put some distance between us and Kundrakar. We can we can figure out our path. From what I know of the area, there's not much civilization between here and Mithril Hall. It's just a a good legging due east. That yeah. is good. That is less to worry about. I think we just head due east. I just hope we don't find any trolls. If you look at I your bar and look at trolls. Mithril Hall, I want to just try to find some trolls and. I'm We're becoming more we'll formidable by the day. Yeah. Mm. We really have been. Mm. That is what practice Wondering out loud, Oil Bank says, he's looking at his hand. Like, Maybe some crazy wizard lady will kidnap Nessala and give her back her blood. <laughs> you know, I mean, it happens. It's true. <laughs> or find her new, better blood. It doesn't, yeah. it it doesn't it never happen. happen. I mean, it just happens. I think just she's going to be fine. I mean, I. Just as a quick reminder, so see how far where Mirbar is and Sir Mithril Hall is? Like that far away from each other? Mithril Hall. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ten days? 
Here's uh, here's Deep Amaskar. No, that's High Amaskar. Oh, that's High Amaskar. Deep Amaskar is supposedly it's below it. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere deep below. Yeah. It's in our labyrinth <laughs> no, of no, danger. It's, exactly it's under the table. So I know, but just let's be clear. You'd have to go off yeah. the, across the surface that much and maybe down. And, no, uh, no, no, no. That's why Scrim is pointing out, like, this hall is a safe haven. Like, even if someone's, if, even if Scrim wants to go down here, Mithril Hall first. So yes, that, deep, that's deep Amaskar is a, is a many, many, many months. Yeah, it would be interesting because land. committing to going to Deep Amaskar is committing to a, a time passing, or whether we play it out or not or whatever. But right, yeah, and that's what confused me. How the hell did Ted get that already? I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe the lady... Uh, teleported. Teleported him. Especially if he sent her a message somehow. Like I don't know. How many miles is Mirabar from Perhaps where we fell. are? Perhaps he fell. There's half- a legend over there. Ooh, are we kind of halfway know, between Mir- Mirabar and Mir- Mirabar's not on the map. That's why he's asking. So. Oh, I thought it's right here. I'm sorry, not Mirabar. You, you didn't come from Mirabar. You came from Blassingdale. I know, but we went from Mirabar to Blassingdale. We went Blassingdale from Mirabar to Blassingdale. Okay, what's your question, Dan? Uh, uh, was Nacella in Mirabar or Blassingdale? Mirabar. Well, you, you no, went We last her. saw her in Blassingdale. Okay, you went with her to Blassingdale. And the adventurers' guild that she signed up with and worked out of is in Mirabar. Um, how many miles between us and Mirabar? Miles? Yeah, uh, specifically, I have a twenty-five oh. mile radius on a on a ritual uh, spell that I can send a message one way. Uh, good question. So I I'm have planning on using that very frequently on this trip. Notes from back then. Let me see if I can't find it. I mean, the stone tooth itself is 30 miles ah. north of just Blassingdale. Oh, so pretty far. So it is out of so out of that range. Yeah, because like, so 120 miles is a mere this distance. Is oh, 120 inch. miles is it, is, is, that a, is like an inch and a half. Yeah. Inch and a half. Okay. Um, so we're t- and you're yeah, somewhere yeah, you're some because yeah. it, it took you wow. like it was going to be a week's journey by caravan to get yeah. to Blassingdale and then three days journey up the mountain. Three days journey to move 30 miles um, because of the snow in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. And the messenger uh, is not long range. No. Interesting. Oof. Well, it's really long range for someone that you just said goodbye to or yes. you know, uh, a actually, day's journey yeah. away. Or you, like, you like go outside the city walls and you're like, get a yeah. message it's, you can't clandestine. And it's also powerful because it's um, the thing it doesn't uh, it has over messenger is you can just give a description. So it talks about like, give this to a guard. Yeah. Like, give this to someone who, you know. But it also might not make it there. Right. Because it is an animal. And trying to might get eaten. So, like, for instance, just meta speaking, like, could you try to. Could you try to send it out and then they'd come back and be like, nope, didn't find them. Because uh, we know all five members of that adventuring party and one of them might be close to us. Um. It, well, you do know the caravan route that they were doing. Totally. And we know the people who were working at that particular time. Wait, are we talking about trying to contact Nesala? Um, uh, yeah, just also just, uh... I mean, they could send her a message. I've I've met her, I've talked with her, I think I I could send her a message. Might Might be worth checking in. I can send messages one way, short distance. It'd be valuable on this trip, but uh, shout messages loudly. But not as not nothing like sending. It's also, also one, one way. way, short distance. One way, short distance. Sometimes echoes. Twenty-five miles. You yell it, maybe. All right, you. Um, but uh, okay. So that was your agreement. So with her as we 
But although she was supposed to find us, wasn't she? But it, but if that's the case, if you use method, then the distance doesn't matter, and I think yeah. we should just get going. Yep. I the the last had ambition, and uh, our agreement was if she could find the information of such value that you know that if if she could find valuable enough information, we would consider helping her to retrieve her blood and gain the free path that she so desires, which is noble and. She was. She seen a good last, other than the fact that we Rustin was killed on their watch. But, but, uh, really, it's her deriving her own fate. Mark, this. I'm glad you see this as a noble action by this group. But proof of nefarious actions by the Adventurers Guild is incredibly valuable for us. It lets us know that they're more than just kind of an unpleasant, weird organization. Uh, I, I mean, we. I want to know if they're controlling people with blood. <laughs> like, Rock, that's that's what we're all thinking, right? Well, that's what we're all thinking. Says, What's the big problem with the blood control? Because if I was Amberhelm and I had a lot of money and some irritating nephews to deal with, I'd use the Adventurer's Guild to kill them. I'm flattering. Well, he's using the mudbeards. Yeah, and I think the price is going to go up when he finds out that we scoured Kumar Car. Mm. I mean, again, if I were him. Well, we're, are we're, you him? I mean, we're. You say it so much now. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised his own kin are not trying to get in the mindset of a man who we have proof has done some pretty dark things. I mean, as far as I can tell, he's responsible for the deaths of all the dwarves in Krindakar, which is pretty so, damning. Think of him like a man who's responsible for the deaths of all the dwarves in Kundrakar. Possibly while cackling. We don't know. He might cackle. Does he cackle? <clears throat> I don't know. Why is this? He, he, says I, he could have. I don't, I don't see a strong connection to all of Adric's uh, Adric's Mm. Machinations? Plottings. Then, uh, to the Adventurers Guild, as you see. But, uh, but surely, surely it's possible. No, I, I only say that it's, it's... With the Adventurers Guild has popped up quickly. It's a widespread organization, from what we know. Uh, and they seem to have few scruples. Aren't there other people who can deal with this one? I prefer to let it slide. <laughs> He's just really grumbling. Don't like, we know more from Nisala? We can make decisions then. Well, I mean, if we're going to be having people work on this problem while we're traveling to Dibamaskar, if it is an issue, it'd be good to have them aware of it. Another threat on the board. Throw it on the pile. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Just water. Water to shopping. So warm down the forge. Tristan oh, bundles this, his fur closer and says, Oh, let's be off! Aye! Brisk walk would help you. So, you want? I have two I can send today. You'd like me to contact Dane. Aye. And get him hustling to Mithril Hall. Aye. Aye, I agree with that. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, this late evening. He probably ought to be, you know, awake. <laughs> Uh, considering the time you know him how should I word the message uh 
he pulls out some parchment and says, It's only 25 words. And uh, I, would he be experienced with this sort of thing? Because mm. you might oh. want to let him know how it works in the process. Most, most likely. But we'll put it down. I'll write for that. <laughs> How's it going, you old fucker? Yeah. <laughs> you pull back. Although, actually, has Baron ever met Dane? This fellow, because uh, I need yeah. to be familiar with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's he's been a yes. He's okay, a fi- he's a figure. You can choose out of him. Okay, he's a very he's prominent figure. <clears throat> there would have been a there would have been a September. Are you doing this tonight before you break camp? Or are you still? Well, staying? I got spells per day, and I got two left per day. So are I'd you like to send out something before like, we go to bed. Yeah, we haven't. Are even, you doing this tonight? Yeah, yeah I mean, before you set up camp, walking. or are you doing this still standing out right outside? <laughs> no, we've been walking. Was my assumption. This is sort of like conversations no. on the road. Oh, no, I was no we've been tied that whole time. No, yeah, oh, we we never actually no one because they were deciding where to go, yeah. what the next steps are. There's been no movement. Okay, yeah. it's also only been like 15 yeah. minutes of talking. Uh, but yeah. now you're talking about casting spells, so I'm just that's why I'm sure. So the rest of this will tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah. we can get that before we go to sleep then. Yeah. No, it's no rush on that. Yeah, yeah. So Mithril Hall. Dead of winter, two o'clock, three o'clock maybe. We have like yeah. two or three good hours of, of yeah, that's true. before it's nightfall. Uh, it doesn't. Way up at the uh, the the upper latitudes. Actually, you might have more something. <laughs> uh, the the group bundles up some with. But a mere uh, cloak, Man. you can come nice and toasty. Some you never give shit. Some could tear off all their clothes and don't care. The rest of you probably quite bundled up. Rolling endurance checks again. Um, <laughs> only if you're rushing. I think we should rush this first day. I think we should rush. Yep. At least the first day. All right. I'll say the same thing next day. Uh, you'll say that. But you <laughs> bundle up for it. Don't don't grab your dice. Bundle up for a uh, for a rushed pace to put some distance between you and Mithril Hall. And we will continue on Sunday. Woo! With our eight-hour game. Eight hours of travel. For our eight-hour travel. In real time. <gasps> then I says, then I says, man, this is cold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, actually, anyone can bring in extra window air conditioners. Oh, and I really uh, want to. Yeah. Actually, Gre- actually, Greg, could we get eight hours of Abek chatter? I feel like I could easily do it. Can you thought you know the puppy? Really, really just disturbed by how well you do Abek. Like, off the cuff. Just. I love Abek so much. Like, a lot of times I'm like, yeah, yeah, Greg's doing it again. And then, like, I get that for him, like, uncomfortable. I'm like, stop. That's heavy. Can you record eight hours and then play that in the background while we're playing?